All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hive Mind Recap Podcast, September 2021, Part 1. Hey, hey. You want to know our sobering thought again? Uh, the the podcast it. is a year and a half old now. Now, why would you say such a thing? <laughs> it's sobering. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mentioned Part 1 because September 2021 was by far the most absurd month of new music that we've had to cover since we started this thing back in March of uh, 2020. We had, uh, before we made cuts to the singles, which I'll get to that, uh, I think 42 singles to talk about. Uh, anyone want to get me a count on the EPs? Because I'm pretty sure it's like one, two, three, four, five EPs and what, 11 or 12 albums? Yeah, it, it was just not very feasible for, dis- to, for us to discuss all of that. We so, always had uh, like 175 songs. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, go next. Uh, <laughs> very much go next. So we're making some changes. Uh, specifically for this month, we're separating this into two parts. So um, chances are uh, this is going to be uploaded into two separate parts. I'm probably not going to combine them just based on how long I'm projecting this month to probably go. We're splitting it up into two parts where this first part is going to be just covering singles from the month. Part two is going to be covering all the EPs and albums. So hopefully that allows us to have deeper discussions about both without having to worry about going for three hours, which inevitably we will go for like four hours between both parts, but we aren't going to go for over three hours in one part. Hopefully that's the goal between splitting it up into two parts. We're still going to keep doing these monthly things at the end of every month. Cause that's kind of the, the thing about a monthly recap. Um, but yeah, that's basically the big change we're making for this month. Um, Anyway, if you're new here, uh, welcome. My name's Jake. I got uh, Justin, Derek, and Jacob with me once again to discuss everything that we want to talk about this month. Um, I was really expecting you just to go on with the social media shit and just completely <laughs> no, avoid I... introducing us. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to get that out of the way first, that uh, we're making some changes to the format for this month, just with how absurd this month is. I think that's important. Uh, The one thing I didn't mention is that the way we cut down on the singles, instead of just collectively coming to a group decision of what to cut, uh, we decided to all pick eight songs that each of us wanted to talk about. So there's a total of 32 singles we're talking about this month. So there's some bands we've talked about in the past that released new music this month that we aren't going to be able to talk about just because we thought it was underwhelming. Better to cut the dead weight than to force it in, we feel. Especially with just how much new music we got this month. I mean, I've already said it, but it was just ridiculous. So we got 32 singles to talk about tonight. Before we get into it, uh, feel free to follow us on social media, as Justin was alluding to, at HiveMindRadio underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, HiveMindRadio recap on Spotify and other streaming services. That's where you'll find us. Anything else you all want to mention before we hop into the music tonight? Yeah, the, the the parents of the podcast, you have your radio show back again on Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard True. Time. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, uh, I have my radio show back, uh, WECSFM.com. Um, going strong. It will be in the description. Maybe. You'll have to remind me about that, but yes, um, <laughs> it will be. <laughs> it'll right, be, in, so the it'll be in the description like four, four episodes from now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it it is kind of crazy to think about that, uh, like I'm heading into my last year of doing the radio show at college. It's a bit of a sobering thought that like I, I am I'm fi- I finally feel like I'm a little bit on borrowed time. 
I, I got limited time left to enjoy being able to talk about the music that I want to. Because I feel like if I want to actually pursue radio as a career, which I, I kind of do, I kind of don't. It's like a nice backup option for me, I feel. But I feel like if I actually get into radio as a career, I'm not picking out the music I want to talk about to the degree yeah. that I'm picking it out on a college radio station. So I'm definitely taking it in and enjoying it while I can. So thank you for bringing that up, Justin, because I completely forgot to mention that. Yeah, of course. I also find it funny how this is going to outlive your radio show at some point. Yeah. It's just kind of humorous to me. Yeah. It's going to be Hive Mind Radio, but the radio show will be no more. Uh, but we aren't so, there yet. So yeah, when, don't worry about that. When do we get bought out? Like, you know how, like, radio stations get bought out in the payola and, like, we can only start, they can only discuss, like, certain artists or play certain artists? When are we getting bought out? Uh, June 2022. Perfect. When I, when I used to live in Tennessee, my local radio station was bought out by ABC Family, of all things. Oh. Dude, so, I'm just, you know, I kind of like the Any idea representatives of from ABC Family listening right. to the show right now? I just kind of like. My DMs that, are open. I have PayPal. Idea. I'm waiting also, for us to be like all 50 years old, and, and we're like also the Virginia boys are dying. Derek and I are kind of suffering, so we're oh, we'll, yeah. we'll probably won't be talking as much. Weaklings. Yeah, Justin, Justin and I are sick right now, and I've got a massive bag of cough drops sitting next to me. So I'm all we're vibing. I've been so, sick for two weeks, and it has no signs of going away. Jake, Jake, last night, I want you all at home to know, Jake told me, he said, by tomorrow morning, you'll be feeling better. You know what? Tomorrow morning I'm came, I'm not feeling better, Jake. I want you to know that. Remember You're not feeling 1% better. I'd sue. <laughs> Expect some documents in the mail soon. Bro, it was sarcasm, please, I swear. It was just sarcasm, no, bro. No, it's it too sarcasm, late for that bro. now. It's too late for that now. I filed a suit. You're fucked, buddy. It's oh, over. Fuck. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll actually bring up something else real quick before we get into it. So this is the September recap. Uh, I went to my first concert post COVID in September. So Yo. that was pretty cool. I'm um, going to, I'm going to mine next week. Yeah. I went to see, uh, Beartooth, Wage War, and Dragged Under in New Haven. And that was pretty fucking awesome. Um, I, I, all three of them put on a fantastic show. So, like, if anyone's listening and you are interested in seeing any of those three bands, I highly recommend it. I, I had a blast. I mean, I also probably was just on a high due to the fact that it was my first show in 18 months yeah. or whatever. But, um, yeah, it, the energy was crazy. People were crowd surfing. Like, multiple people were crowd surfing every song. Um, I couldn't really tell if there was a pit going on because I was kind of in the back because we got there late, uh, which is unfortunate. But, um yeah, they all three bands put on a great show. I think uh, particularly Wage War impressed me because I still haven't listened to either of their first two albums, and even the songs that I didn't know from Wage War were still sick as hell live. So, um, I, I would probably give like most improved out of the three. Uh, if we're talking like expectations versus reality, Wage War exceeded my expectations more so than the other two. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yep. Uh, now give me another four. Now give me another four years to listen to those two albums. Yeah, you gotta get in there. Uh, now is as good a time as any. No, it's not. You got the context I... of the newest album. You're in there. Uh, give me another four years. 
My my first show is now December because Architects got canceled. Sad. Oh, Canada. They, they, they canceled the U.S. tour, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I realized as soon as I said it, but, you know. Man, you're missing out. You got to come stateside. That's what it's going to come down to. You just got to get what is, what is it? passport, visa, and get down here. MasterCard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bust out the, show up at the border and be like, I got to go to the Stan Scott and Dance concert. They're like, yeah, I'm going to see, I'm going to see proof of identification. Just bust out a MasterCard. Like, I, th- I think you know what I have. I think, I think I know what you need. <laughs> trying to bribe me? Yes. Hmm? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Get, get me across. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I kind of feel about the show and uh, the radio show. So, shall we actually get into the new music now? Let's fucking go. Jacob, the floor is yours. Why is it mine? I didn't pick this song. Did you not? No, oh, fuck. I picked this song. Derek, the floor is what yours. The fuck, man. <laughs> oh, that's it. I do like I do like this song, but never mind. The podcast is not outliving the radio show after that egregious <laughs> display from Jake. I'm I'm this close to throwing hands. Beware. Eskimo Cowboy have released a new single called We Got the Moves. Which is their first, I believe, since their uh, EP from, I think it was earlier this year. I could be wrong. All I know um, is that Hypa Hypa dropped last year and we didn't put it in the podcast. A mistake of epic proportion. <laughs> Very much so. Because that song is fantastic. Yeah. And I think that this song is better. Yes. I, I wouldn't go that far. I would say it's a lot better. Eskimo Callboy is a gimmick to me. I and I enjoy it for what it is, but it's not something I'm going to go back to. Like, for whatever reason, like, it's not something that I envision myself going back to on repeat. But, like, I'm always very curious to see what they're putting out at this point, just based on Hypa Hypa and now this new song. Because they're just so fucking absurd that it's like... How can you not pay attention to what they're doing? I feel like they've really like Hypa Hypa was their breakout song, and now they're just like it's hard to deny their existence. Kind of like in the same way with Spirit Box. Let's see how many views this has already, because it was something absurd within the first week, and now it's at. Hold on, I'm investigating. On yeah, on YouTube. Four weeks ago, it's at 4.4 million views and wow. 3.9 million on Spotify. Damn. Wow. I think I think that in the age of reacting, I think that's what this band is banking on. Because everything yeah. that they do, like Jake said, is so absurd that it's like the video is going to get more views because you've got a bunch of people reacting to it, which then exposes people to the song. Yeah. Mm. But this to me feels like the same thing as Hypa Hypa. Like it's got the same elements to it and the same silliness. I just think that it's executed a lot better here. Like especially with the electronic elements to have it as some sort of like faux hard style breakdown as opposed to like being kind of a, a bridge element for the chorus in Hypa Hypa. I don't know. I mean like I really, really like Hypa Hypa, but I feel like this is just easier to listen to like the vibes in the chorus i think that's fair 
it's i think it's to easier enjoy. to listen to yeah i i would yeah. agree on that front i i think hypo i just think the absurdity of hypo hypo makes it more memorable i mean both songs are absurd hypo hypo is just a little bit more absurd did you watch the video for this for yes i've seen it a handful of times the video where they're all bobbing their heads. Yeah. The bull cuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This I want um, art. I want to double back to the hard style breakdown that you were mentioning, because that came out yeah. of fucking nowhere, but it is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I... When are we getting hired as background singers <laughs> for Eskimo Cowboy? <laughs> I, I, I really I like that. I wouldn't consider myself like a hard style fan or anything. Like I, I feel like I had like a th- like a one month hard style phase back in like 2015 where I was kind of yeah, vibing to it. Everybody did, and I outgrew it very fast. Um, I don't know, I, but it works so well here for no reason. I don't like it. Should not work as well as it does. But it's Eskimo Callboy, and they do absurd things, and they can get away with it, because they're Eskimo Callboy. Man, I, I've been thinking about this idea of us becoming their background singers now. And We're I just, I had this, cuts. <laughs> I, yeah, we all got bull cuts. I got this, I got this vision in my mind, right, that they're live, the hard style breakdown hits, and we all just, like, drop down from the ceiling of the venue. We've got our, like, bull cuts and suspenders on, and we're just sitting there, like, go. Da, 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 da. But not with any effect. Like it's just our voices getting projected <laughs> out into the crowd. I like this. I think we hit them up. Yeah. I think that's the next evolution of this podcast. All right, y'all, become y'all touring, gonna... touring background singers. Y'all are gonna see us in the next Eskimo Cowboy music video, I guess. No, that would be sick. <laughs> uh, any any more thoughts cut. on this one? I played this no. song like forty times when yeah. it came out, yeah. like like yeah. in a row, <laughs> back to back. I did, I did the exact same. It's <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Speaking of songs that are so good, Jacob, tell me about this next one. This next song is Eminence's third single for this album cycle, titled "Ghost." I think it's the most generic out of the three singles, mm-hmm. but it is still good. And there's some elements like the, the breakdown scream is, I think is very unique and brings something new to the table. I don't know if you, I can't think of anything similar to the, the breakdown scream or no. the second breakdown scream. I think for me, well, the re- I, I agree with you that I can't think of anything, but I also agree that it feels more generic. And I think it's just because, like, the structure feels the most familiar out of the three singles, maybe. I don't know. Heaven and Hiding is, like, it's got that big breakdown at the end that you weren't expecting, or at least I wasn't. And then Temptation is, like, I guess it's more kind of like generic metalcore structure, but it's got enough elements to it that it feels unique. It also, Whereas, it also had that shock value where it's heavier than normal imminence. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this, it just it feels like traditional imminence done well, I guess. So, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times generic is used as kind of like an insult type thing, which is like obviously not the case here. It just yeah. feels, I feel like for me, the most 
familiar yeah. to other other bands as the three singles. And it's like, to me, I go to Eminence because it's got the violin as a prominent feature and not many other bands, if any, are really doing that and making that violin core. So, I don't know. It's the same sort of thing. Well, no, that's not a fair comparison. But anyway, I'll have to say that, like, Eminence, I feel like, is three for three on these singles. Yeah. I think it's a fair uh, statement to make. Uh, no, Justin? Uh, this one was too long for me. I, I I I got into it a little bit. I listened to it a couple times. Every time I listened to it, I kept looking at time. I was like, this is this a song almost over? And it was like a minute, minute 30. I was like, oh, it's still going. Wow. But, the uh, disrespect. Um, so I'll follow up on that by saying... Dare I say this is my favorite Eminence song? Period. Oh, I'm shocked in that. This is so fucking good. This is one of my most played songs of the month. I, I'm shocked because like, because you thought most of uh, "Turn the Light On" was. was I have heavy. grown since then. I I am due a revisit <laughs> for that album. I think after hearing these three singles, because this song is everything that I wanted out of Temptation and Heaven in Hiding just done better, I think. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I think you're in for a treat if you go back to Turn the Light On. Yeah, I... The chorus is huge. Not to say that the other ones weren't, but this one... I want to say I kind of resonated with it the most. And then the instrumentation was spot on the entire time. I think... When I when we uh, reviewed Heaven in Hiding, I was saying that that song had like the potential to be one of my favorite songs of the year, and then it just builds and doesn't drop ever. So it left like kind of a negative taste in my mouth. This song, like, th- this song was like, if I want to hear, it's just what I want to hear out of Eminence. This I don't know how else to say it. This is just what I want to hear out of Eminence. If we're talking about their heavier sound, I. Th- I don't. I really don't know how else to say it. I fucking love this song. I want to highlight the. I always, I always highlight this in songs that have it. But the breakdown out of nowhere was just like can't find the remedy mm. for the yeah. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. We love a breakdown out of nowhere here at the high. Exactly. We do. We certainly do. Yeah, I, I wish I had more specific things to say about this song, but it's been like four weeks since I had it on repeat. So, uh, my, it's not as fresh in my memory as I would have hoped, but it is still definitely one of my favorite songs of the month for sure. My, as I said, my favorite Eminem song, um, I, I would put it over Infectious as my favorite Eminem song, I think. Been a long night. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to let you keep going. (laughs) Don Broco have released their new single, Uber. And this came with a album postponement. Yeah. Well, actually, the album postponement came a little later, but came out this month. Yes, yeah, so we were supposed we were to get uh, this album on September the 17th, the most cursed day or the most blessed mm-hmm. day of the entire year. Spirit um, Box Day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they delayed it for our sanity. Thank you. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's not just for us specifically. They saw us tweet out how we wanted bands to stop putting out music, and they were like, "All right, we got you." This album postponement goes out to the Hive Mind Radio recap. Uh, Yeah, we'll give you this single to represent September seventeenth. Been a long Uh night. No, no, this single represents technology because it's pretty much an excerpt from technology. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, that doesn't mean it's bad. It's not great. I disagree. It's the weakest single, in my opinion. I, hmm, I might be the weak. It's it's not the best single, but it's not the weakest. I don't think. Nah, because nothing's stopping one true friends, and you can't tell me otherwise. That's true. I'm still torn between. I'm still torn, like, on if I actually like Don Broco or not. And if I do, whether it's One True Prince or Uber that I like more, it I'm still not very convinced. Sit down. Listen to technology. Give me three more years, please, and thank you. <laughs> I think... I'm way too generous. My thing with this single is that it sounds, like we've mentioned a million times, a lot like technology. And for me... A lot of Don Broca, like Don Broca's first album, second album, and then Technology, all sound, they got that like core Don Broca sound, but they all sound very different to one another in terms of their like overall vibe. And it seems like we'd gotten a different vibe with the first three singles, in a sense, on this album. And then we get something like Uber that sounds like it's straight off Technology, and it kind of like... It subverts my expectations in that I was hoping that this album would also, like, through and through have, like, a completely different vibe, just like the other ones did. So it feels like this is more of a return to form for Don Broco, which is not necessarily what I was expecting or wanted to see. Because there's a lot of stuff on technology that I really enjoyed, but at the same time, there's a lot that I didn't as much. And so it's like, you know, do I... do How do I feel about this? And it's just kind of okay. Like, it's definitely the weakest single for me. It's not the last one I wanted before the album. I think it'd probably be the best representation. A lot of my problem with technology was a lot of the songs, while they were great, ran into together a lot. So, Mm -hmm. like, you can't really pick a favorite because they all just kind of blend in together and don't don't really have... Because I can pick a couple favorites off that album, but... Yeah, but it's hard without, like knowing names and stuff like right off top top of your head yeah in, okay at least in my fair. opinion that's fair like if if you show me like the track list and like show me like a couple of uh like a couple of notes from a song i could tell you if i like it or not mm-hmm. but just right off the gate i i couldn't tell you um and i feel like i feel like this is probably going to be one of those songs on this album where it's just kind of all right, it's probably gonna transition to something better, or hopefully, I don't, I don't know the track list, but um, otherwise, I, Tom Broco have not really missed, I'd say. Nope. I think Outside you guys this, are bashing this song too hard. Well, okay, <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I think you're right, but I also <laughs> think that it's the weakest single. I think the other three were just so good, in my opinion, that like. If I'm getting one that I think is just okay or is too similar to something else I've heard before from Don Broco, it makes it seem worse than it actually is. Mm. I know. 
I know, and I also know that probably what's going to happen is the album's going to roll around. I'm going to love this song. But for the time being, I'm iffy on it. And that's where I say I'm dying on that hill. Well, I'm numb to what you guys are saying. Oh, boy. Stop. If we got, if we got nothing else, Siamese rolling out <laughs> with their new song, Numb, off their album, Home. Loudest it has ever been. How many singles do we have off this album at this point? I've lost track. Five. five yeah. It's only five? Yeah. It's five I swear on a, we got like eight on songs. On a 13-track album. I, this is the last single, though. They have confirmed. Are you sure about that? Because that, that album's still two months away. No, it's... I thought it was... Oh, no, it is December. That's right, because they moved it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, they, they've confirmed this is the final single. I, I don't I don't believe that one. I think they'll I I would be surprised if this is the last single. They they might drop something a week early, but I don't see anything coming out in the next two, two weeks. They only just finished the album like July, June or July. Yeah, but still, like leaving a two month window between your last single and the album drop, I don't know. That just doesn't feel I, I have a hard time believing that. I mean, time will tell. Um, but to get on to the song, Siamese have leveled the fuck up in these last couple of singles, and this song is not an exception to that. I'm, um, I'm going to say right now, like, after I've given Home its paces and let it kind of stew over a little bit, all of these singles are pretty much, like, on the ball. Like, yeah. Really well done um in terms of quality uh i will say though and i'm gonna go ahead and get my gripes with this song um before i mention what i like about it um siamese i feel like after they've they went and finished the album i feel like they're at an identity crisis now because they want to go back to their they want to kind of do the their pop and rock influence sound but now it's turning more electronic and I really don't know what direction the album is going to follow. I don't know mm. if it's going to stick to the electronic sounds of, of Enough Ain't Enough and Numb, or is it going to stick to more pop influence, like um, like some parts of Enough Ain't Enough and Can't Force a Love. Yeah, and that's just kind of that's kind of what I'm feeling. I feel like Siamese um, is so versatile at this point that they don't have to pick a style. They can right, just but, do whatever they want, and I think it'll work. Right, but I don't know. It, it's it's the case of you know bet having the best of both worlds. Mm. Like that's what like, I'm fearful of is the like the rest me, of the actually. album. I'm sorry. Kind of like Bring Me. I was saying. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Bring Me did Bring Me did that really well in uh, post uh, human, but uh. That's just kind of what I've been feeling. Otherwise, this song is really good. The 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 chorus always throws me off anytime I listen to this. Or um the bridge into the chorus, the 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 part where it just gets suddenly heavy for no fucking reason. <laughs> this actually like reminds me instrumentally of Architects. Interesting. I'm gonna need to re-listen to this song with that uh in my head then. Like, uh, I'd say, that... like, holy hell, yeah, Architects. 
can't pin which song on, but. I think the most memorable part of this song to me, as good as the entire song is, it's the breakdown at the end. Um, especially with the build up where it's like, it's becoming numb a sin. I can't feel a thing. Uh, and then it just gets heavy. Um, that got that got oddly like gent style, and I was kind of I was kind of there for it. Yeah, it's a sick breakdown. I mean, Siamese have really like I I have been converted to a big fan of this band after being underwhelmed by uh, what was that 2019 album, uh, Superhuman. Superhuman. I, I was pretty underwhelmed by that. Still am after going back to some of those songs, but. They are on a hot streak with these singles coming into home, and I am all for it. This this band has leveled up for me. They're producing significantly higher quality music, in my opinion. So I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that and say like if anything off that album can like raise the bar as much as uh, Can't Force the Love has done, like yes, this album has like top ten potential. Oh, this absolutely. Is, this is second for me behind Can't Force the Love. Uh, I'm at a point where, like, hearing these five singles, I'm about ready to lock it in as a top ten album for me. I'm that convinced. I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's still... I could still be disappointed come December, but, like, man, these, these singles have really had me convinced. Like, I, I can feel it coming. Like, a Siamese top ten album run, I see it, and I see it in a very possible future. Let's move on, then. Memorist have dropped another song entitled Slither off of an upcoming EP coming out in November. Uh, three singles in? How are you guys feeling about Memorist? Uh, the Empiric's still my favorite, but I like this more than second sequence. Second sequence still feels very underwhelming to me. This one feels like it has more of an identity to me. Um, it definitely does run a fair bit along. But I think I think I'm going to need to hear it really in the context of the EP. See if that changes my opinion of it. Cause, um, I don't know. I'm not as convinced by this on its own. But I think I can be. It's a song I probably haven't spent enough time with really. Am I wrong for saying that this is my favorite of the three so far? No. Yes. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> you hush. Okay, no, I, so I, would I... Well, I was going to say the follow-up statement is, am I wrong for saying the Empiric is my least favorite? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're not winning with Jake. I, I will respect no. it because I'm kind of indifferent I'm, on... I'm, I'm with Jake oh. on this one. I think that I like the Empiric better. Okay. Derek, I'm here for you, pal. <laughs> Thank you. That's the support I need right now. <laughs> we're here to support you. I'm here. I'm time. here from a distance because we're both still sick as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think what it is for me is that the empiric is too atmospheric for me. Like I feel like it overdoes it in parts. And then second, uh, second sequence is an overall enjoyable listen that's a little bit shorter. You know, there's not as much to remember about it, but I still like it. And Slither feels like it takes the best parts of second sequence in terms of overall, like, enjoyable listenability. And then takes a bit of the atmosphere from the Empiric and puts it into, like, one cohesive package that comes together a lot better than the other two singles have for me. 
I don't know. I know I know it's like 441, but when I listen to it, it, I feel like it doesn't feel that long. And I don't know what it is necessarily that makes it feel shorter for me, but whatever it is, I'm really digging it. I've revisited this one more than I have the other two overall in the short or relatively short amount of time we've had or been able to listen to it. So I'm excited for this EP though. Between oh, yeah. these three singles, even if I'm not as as high on the Empiric, this is like very highly anticipated for me. Absolutely, yeah. Memorist are definitely an up-and-coming band to be paying attention to, for sure. Let's move on. We came as Romans dropped a brand new song called Black Hole featuring Caleb Shomo of Beartooth. As per usual, Caleb show most sucks in his regular songs, but he's good in a feature. Yeah. Why not both? <laughs> How about both? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Caleb feature is so good here. Dude, it's uh, all throughout the song, and I love that. Yeah. More bands yeah. That. Th this is how you get the full utilization out of a feature. Um, we're, we're gonna, uh, touch on that again in a bit, yeah. but I feel like there's so many features where there's just wasted potential where you get a big name feature. They come in for one verse, say a couple lines and that's it. We came as Romans get full usage out of Caleb Shomo in this song. And it is fantastic. Uh, I have been convinced to a, we came as Romans enjoyer in very quick amount of time. I, I really I had no interest in paying. I had no interest like in paying it. Stuff. Yeah, I probably will now, but I just remember not having any interest in caring about this band. And then Dark Bloom comes out, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty fucking good. And I think Black Hole is even better. Um, both oh. songs do sound kind of similar. You, you have that very, very the much electronic influence. Um, the distorted uh, vocals on the black in the opening. Uh, I, th I think they did a really fantastic job on the distortion of that, though. It, it works great. The vocals are great. Uh, I think the chorus is huge. Um, solid breakdown. Caleb feature is amazing, as we already mentioned. I'm very happy with this song. And Justin, what do you think about this band's direction as since Kyle has passed? Uh, hmm. I like the stylistic direction. I don't like the execution. I'm in the same boat, pretty much. I don't Dang. think there has ever been a We Came As Romans song that I listened to, and I've heard, what, Cold Like War, To Plant a Seed, and they're self-titled in terms of, like, albums of theirs that I've listened to just mm -hmm. in general. And there has never been a We Came As Roman song that I listened to and said, I wish I hadn't heard that, or this isn't good. I have also yet to hear a We Came As Roman song that makes me want to go back to it. I like For me, I feel like they're stuck in this eternal limbo of every song is a 7 out of 10, no more, no less for me. And I think that this one falls in that same trap. I don't know. I'm really waiting for one of their songs to click with me especially now that you know they're moving on past kyle unfortunately you know but i mean i i want this band to succeed 
And I think that they have a lot of potential with the stylistic choices that they're making. And I think that the style itself is something that I'm really interested in. It's just like the, the We Came As Romans execution has yet to click with me. And this isn't the song that did it. I want to like this a lot more than I did. I listened to it a lot because I was hoping it would be a similar thing to uh, In Another Life by Crown the Empire, where it's like the song itself is okay, but it's got a really good feature and it makes me want to keep coming back to it. And ultimately, while In Another Life clicked for me, this one didn't. And this, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> this grew on me a lot. Like, I did not like it when it came out. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like generic butt rock. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it is kind of uh, generic, but it's also well, good. It I is. mean, it's octane fuel, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I like it better than their old style. I don't, I don't think it, it's possible to replace Kyle. Yeah, um, but I, I'm, I'm okay with this direction. Yeah. Again, I mean, like, I, I don't have any issue with the direction they're taking. I just wish I liked it more than I did in terms of the way that they're presenting it. I'm upset. I'm upset because I really like the instrumentals, and I don't know if it's just the vocals or the pacing or the structure or what, but something's not clicking in the same way that their older material didn't click with me, and I want it to. And so I'm hoping that as I continue to put out new material with this style that I know I enjoy, that one of these songs will, will click for me. So fingers crossed. Maybe maybe I'll come back and one day I'll listen to this and they'll just be like, that the heavens will open up and the angelic choir will sing and they'll be like, you like We Came As Romans now. And I'll be, yay! It's been that's, three years That's what happened to me when Dark Womb came out. Okay, good. And now this. Uh, the, the last thing I want to add is the fact that this song is just shy of three minutes in runtime. Super replayable. And I think that's part of what made it grow on me as much as it did. Because, like, I would just listen to it once, and then it's like, it's already over. And then just throw it in again. Um, just super replayable, and I think that, that helped it grow on me as much as it did. Another song that is just above three minutes is the next song we're talking about. Good wow. observation. So convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Nine Kills have released their third single for their upcoming album in October, Rainy Day. I qualify that one as a bad transition. That's a good transition. I've already marked that on the on the <laughs> card. <laughs> I thought I removed a bad transition from the card. Did I not? You removed good transition. Ah, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the point! It's supposed <laughs> to not happen. Anyway, um, I have maintained the position that uh, Ice Nine Kills are better when they lean into Spencer's Queens. So to get this song, which is almost entirely Spencer Queens, I am very happy, and this is my favorite single coming into uh, this album. Hmm. So, um, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna wait for the album. None of these singles have clicked for me, unfortunately. I agree. I agree. This uh, is the first one that's really clicked for me. Jacob is so in shambles. I think this is. Oh, this is hard to hard to word. It's like I think this is the worst single in terms of um, lyrics like it's the most generic it's like a savages kind of mm -hmm. song 
Um, but I still like it more than the Salt and Batteries, which is weird because that song is very like complex and intricate. And that's usually what I enjoy in Ice Sign Kills, but it's all that song is almost too much. Mm. And this was a, I I think it's an interesting choice for a single, but I see why they did it. Yeah. Like I think last album cycle, the third single was a grave mistake, right? I'll find out. I think so. Yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was. So I I was expecting something along those lines maybe they're saving that for the album because it didn't i don't think it hit as as well as a single last year or last album cycle yeah so this i like this song but i don't like this song <laughs> I that's like how i song. feel with all the singles funnily enough it's well i see it's hard to word it's like i, th- I already said this but I like it because it's catchy, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I really it, like the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say that I think this is my favorite music video out of all of them so far. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was, the most, I would, I would I was the most entertained. I would agree. I... Huh. I think it's weird because from the perspective of a non-Ice Nine Kills fan, who wants desperately for this album to sell them. I liked Hip to be scared a lot when it came out. I've kind of fallen out of love with it. I think I may have listened to it too much. I didn't like, with Assault and Batteries, and a lot of their last album, that it felt like they leaned a little too much into the the gimmick. And I know that the gimmick for this band is a lot of the like selling package, and for me, it's not clicking. And then... I would say that I guess we're going to finish. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that for Rainy Day, much like Savages, it feels less like metalcore with the horror elements and all that sort of stuff put in and more just like of a generic song. And it's like, I feel like lyrics. Yeah. That are semi relevant. Yeah. I feel like I've heard the generic style of this and Savages and whatever else done better by other bands. So it's like if I'm not being sold on the generic catchiness and I'm not being sold on the theme because it's just not my thing. It's like, you know, I I think it's okay. I listened to it a couple times to see if it would click. I really like the breakdown. I thought that the breakdown was great, but the rest of the songs just kind of there for me. And I'm three songs into this album cycle wanting more and wanting to be sold more than I am because much like uh, We Came As Romans, I want so desperately to like this band and something's not clicking and I want it to and when the none of the three singles have really done it for me, it's just like do I give up? Like, do I wait for the album? Am I just going to get more of the same stuff that's not clicking with me? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still excited. I would agree. I would agree. I'm excited too on the virtue that I just I simply want to like an Ice Nine Kills song, so I'm I'm excited to have <laughs> the opportunity to hear like what 10, 11 more. Do you know how many tracks are on this? I think it's fourteen, but one's an okay. intro song, so thirteen. And then I got ten more opportunities this year to like Ice Nine Kills. I'm waiting. Fingers <laughs> crossed. All right, I think we're good to move on. 
We got Starset, who dropped two new songs this month ahead of their upcoming album, uh, Horizons, dropping in October. Uh, the Breach and Leaving This World Behind. I'm going to mention uh, Leaving This World Behind first. I'm very upset. I only just listened to this song this week. It is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, where the shit did this come from? Star set. And why did I only <laughs> listen to it this week? I feel like you're a pretty big fan of Star Set too, so I'm surprised you waited so long to get to it. I, there was a lot of other music. I was focused True. on work, focused True. on not dying. True. Yeah, it's been a fucked two weeks. It has for been me, a very fucked two weeks. Personally, outside of a few songs, if it didn't release on one of the like big three albums on the 17th, I didn't get to spend a lot of due time with it just because it's just like every. It, it feels like the two days before the 17th, and since then, everything has gone to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I'm just like, well... I feel like I got to spend a good amount of time with everything that dropped on that first release week between, like, uh, Eminem, Siamese, We Came as Romans, mm -hmm. like, those types of songs. And then everything on the 17th. And then everything else is just, like, up in the air. Yeah. yeah. September's fucked. But yeah. I... Um, oh, go ahead, Justin. I got you. No, nah, no, nah, I was just gonna say, I didn't get to the breach much. But, um... In this world behind, easily top three songs of this this month for me. Yeah. Okay. Where did the guitar tone on leaving this world behind come from? Where the fuck did the breakdown come from? That's what I'm saying. Like this is probably the, the heavy, and I haven't. Yeah, I went. Man, <laughs> I've had it up to here. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm holding my hand really high above my head right now. So the the heaviest they have been, I think it's manifest, isn't it? Manifest carnivore, maybe all the way, all the uh, way back in transmission. Wasn't uh, telekinesis heavy as fuck off of that last album? There was one. There's one album or one song on that album that had a really sick breakdown. I think it was telekinesis. I think it was telekinesis. Let me look here. I'm I'm checking. Monster also was pretty heavy in parts, but not like vocally heavy. I haven't re-listened to those I, I need two to go, albums in like two years. I need to go back and listen to them because they're still really good. But man, um, they're also oh. including "Infected" by the way from the uh, from the, oh, the Ar Archangels, Arknights, yeah, Arknights. Yeah, they're including that as well on the album. So yeah. this is technically the third single. So my so last time, last album cycle. I did not enjoy any of the singles, but then when it came to the album, everything clicked. So that is what I'm expecting to happen here. See, these I was really haven't really clicked with me. I was the complete opposite last album cycle. Last album cycle, yes, I well. really liked all the singles, but I the album just fell off for me immediately. So I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna history repeat itself or if i'm actually gonna like a full star set album again i'm really hoping for the latter i really don't want to ha have what happened with uh the last album happen with this one where it's just kind of forgettable 
Oh, I love in my opinion. Visions. Uh, yeah, like half of transmissions was pretty forgettable. Vessels, still amazing. I am but, still uh, in a very weird spot with Star Set. Uh, did you have something else to say? No, nah, no, nah, you're good. Yeah, I'm still in a very weird position with Star Set where I want to like this band so much more than I actually do. Because I think both of these songs are really good, but that hasn't stopped me from basically never going back to either of them. I, I don't know why. September for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just the September effect, I guess. But like, as much as I think, like, especially Leaving This World Behind is like one of my favorite Star Set songs, I've probably listened to it five times tops. Just because, I, I don't know. There's something about Star Set that I just like subconsciously avoid listening to them, even when I know it's a good song. I, I guess it's just like as good as they always are. I will always have something else I would rather be listening to, and it sucks because like they are actually a really good band that I just don't I don't appreciate enough for how I feel like I should. I don't know. It, they're they're a strange band for me. Oh, I got nothing else to add. Uh, I feel like we've touched a lot on leaving this world behind. Do we? Is there anything y'all want to say about the breach in particular? I think we all kind of agree it's the more underwhelming single. I would um, say so, yes. But I do, I do think it was solid. Like again, I've barely spent time with either of these. I think they're just both solid. I I, I am gonna need to. I'm hoping that the album's gonna shake things up for me. Yeah, the breach. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't go back to it much just because a lot of shit released. So I'm kind of hoping once the album releases, I'll uh, I'll give it its proper due diligence. Where are these songs on the album? Like what placement? Um, I don't think they've released a track list yet. I don't, let me let me check into that. If you guys want to go ahead and hit us up with a transition to the next one, no. Okay. I got one. <laughs> Justin is our savior. Uh... <laughs> oh, you guys literally waiting for me? To... No, you're our savior. You're gonna find out what's next. Breathe in, Lantis and Eddie uh, Berg from Eminence. Savior. <laughs> Yeah, that's the name of the song, all right. <laughs> uh, Breathe Atlantis are still doing metalcore. I unfortunately, yeah, I wish they I... were doing post-hardcore like Soul Made, but they are still doing metalcore. But at least if they're still doing metalcore, at least they're doing it better now. I think this is much better than uh, Overdrive. I think Overdrive yeah. has the better breakdown, but this is by far the better overall song. Let's play a game with a song. Find the the feature in the song. Yeah. The violin does not count. No. Hey, dude. They it's like Breathe Atlantis called Eddie for a feature, and this man shows up with a fucking violin. <laughs> there was I do to you the violin. It's not planned. He he comes in it's and just starts playing the violin. It's not even him. They're like. Uh... Eddie, are you okay, man? He just doesn't speak a word. He's just sitting there playing the violin, and they're like, shit, get him a mic, get him a mic. Well, I can tell where he is in the song. Yeah. You guys you guys, you guys, guys just didn't listen to the song enough. I, I didn't catch the Eddie feature on first listen, but I also think I was like half paying attention when I first heard the song. But now that I've heard the song a handful of times, I definitely hear the Eddie feature. And it is it's in the second verse, the right? Yeah. And the breakdown, right before the breakdown, okay. right? Yeah. I think. 
Thanks. I was gonna say I caught it in the second oh. verse on my second listen to the song. I don't know. I think I don't not like the feature. I just don't like Breathe Atlantis doing metalcore. Like there, there's a reason that Soulmade was in my top five albums of 2019, and then the other one doesn't chart anywhere close. You know, well, like well, their 2017 album. Derek, you have to listen to this band as if it is not Breathe Atlantis. Look, man, <laughs> the amount of time I have spent with Soulmade, I don't think that's possible. Oh, I don't think I can do it. The, I think the reason I love this song so much is the feature. Well, yeah, you are kind of our Eminence uh, fanboy here. Okay. so It's Justin's fault. He introduced me to the band. <laughs> I'm sorry, not. You created a monster. <laughs> I completely forgot I introduced them to you as well. Again, not sorry. That happens sometimes, you know what? Like, in this group or just something else, it's like... Like, I guess that's me with you and Loveless. Yeah, I, like, casually introduce you to Loveless, and then it's like, if you ask me who I would identify with Loveless in this group, you're like, oh, yeah, that's Justin. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I can't even remember some of the stuff that, like, you guys introduced me to, or I introduce you to, or whatever anymore. It all mm. just blends together. Yeah. J Jake and I just have our playlist shit we show each other. I'm trying to think of one for yo Justin. Here. This is this is a bit off topic, but before the hive That's mind existed, one. Justin and I would just add each other on Twitter with new music. We did. It was pretty. Th good. Those were the days, man. Those were that, the days. that was. I think that was before the Discord. Yeah, that really was. Used. That was before there was even a Discord. That was uh, cool. Jacob, you showed me a uh, Vela Maya. Did I? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you were like, some girls in the store heard the breakdown. Was oh yeah, the, dude, I forgot about that. I was in Walmart. That poor little Hispanic girl I had Mika's on full blast. She just kind of looked up at me and did the, the fucking Catholic cross symbol on her chest. I forgot about that. Oh, that was. <laughs> oh my god, that's an awesome story. Yeah, okay. All right, Savior by Breathe Atlantis. Any more comments? Not really. I. I... Yeah, I don't have much more to add here. It is a song. I like the feature. There's a violin. Justin! Oh, Justin! <laughs> oh, Justin! The, the boys. Look, my babies never tell I've graduated. I have to find new children to love for the podcast. Envy by angels. Finite. Uh, I am getting more and more convinced by this band with each single. I'm I'm gonna go out and say, I think captive, captive is better. I think captive and finite are their two best songs. I'm a, I'm gonna say right now this this band has a good vibe going on. Yeah, with with a lot of their songs like foe and finite. Can this band please just announce an EP or album, please? Dude, I'm okay. I... I'm okay with these singles every other. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well. I'm okay with singles too, but I. I need an excuse to like really sit down with this band in a way that I haven't been able to with all the singles. I am not sold on this band. That's totally fine. I. I feel like they've got kind of a particular sound that you really gotta. You gotta kind of feel whether you like it or not, and. 
feel like they're, they're also versatile enough to where if you don't like one song, that's fine, but you might find one you'll really enjoy. That's how it was for me with um, when I went back to their original, their debut EP, and I went back to Shapeshifting. That's what got me really hooked into the band, and then now I start following them. Um, I, I will say, though, that Ruin is still probably my least favorite from them still yeah i i can barely recall any of those like first two or three singles we talked about from them but captive and finite these two songs i'm convinced um i think captive is better i think this band is better when they lean into the queen vocals and like say save their harsh vocals for like just a breakdown just a couple of words in a breakdown maybe like it, the I don't know the the more that this band minimizes the harsh vocals the more I like them and I think that's why I like Captive and Finite as much as I do I want to see how this band plays with a feature that would be interesting I don't know who like, they like, would feature but Kellen Quinn I, <laughs> Kellen Quinn I, I could see them featuring like a a lower um lower audience or lower viewership like female vocals hmm or hell, get me Callie Wolf on one of their songs. Bro, I was literally just thinking the same thing. A Callie Wolf feature. What about that girl from Future Palace? What's her name, Jay? Uh, Maria. Yeah. That would also that would also fuck. Um, either of those sound like great ideas. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much more to say on this one. Just solid song. I'm nah, more and more convinced here. Pretty much solid. Envy by Angels. Derek. Me likey. That's that's all. That's all. That's how I feel about every single song this band puts out. There's nothing that I like, love, love yet. But everything I hear, I'm liking, and it's got me feeling that like one of these days, one of them is really gonna click, and it's gonna make me very, very happy. Jake, was that supposed to be a transition for Wage War? Oh yeah, my bad. Was that supposed to be a transition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got this. When Derek said me likey, I grinned and I showed my teeth. Fuck you. <laughs> bad transition <laughs> wage war are out with the last single before their newest album manic out today uh, it's entitled teeth I will say, <laughs> so this is my favorite single, but every time I listen to this song, all I can think of is the breakdown from Pulling Teeth by Of Mice and Men, <laughs> but Peace is replaced with Teeth, so it's just Teeth by Teeth by Teeth. <laughs> <Every time. laughs> Bro, that, that would go so hard. <laughs> I, I don't know. It brings me a lot of like immense joy to imagine. I really, like really like it. Um, like from a... Uh... Fairly odd parents, my shiny teeth and teeth. Oh yeah. When are we getting the metalcore cover of the Chip Skylark mixtape? Oh, probably wasn't, well. wasn't that like Nate wants to battle? Didn't he like do that? I have literally no fucking idea. Probably. Let me go find out while I talk about this song. Pretty I feel like uh, we just mentioned five obscure references in ten seconds. <laughs> okay. Wait. Oh fuck. Hold on. Somebody else take it. I'm about to die for about <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh Get off. <laughs> Holy fuck, Wage War have leveled up so much. I, I kind of teased it at the beginning of this episode when I said that they impressed me the most when I saw them live. But, like, holy shit, this band went from, like, yeah, they're all right to, like, yeah, they're three for three on singles and I'm ready to lock this in as a top ten album of the year. 
Like, go just with the three singles, before even hearing it for the first time, um, I, I am more convinced by these three singles than just about any other metalcore album I have heard this year. Uh, other than one notable exception we will be getting to. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wage War, I feel like I have escaped from my era of 2019 when I first heard Pressure and first was exposed to them. And I was like, this band is too heavy. To now, I just appreciate Wage War for Sorry. being heavy as fuck. I did say it. Um, I just appreciate Wage War for being what they are. And... I don't know. Their formula is working so much more for me now than it did two years ago. I have grown as a person, and I am now a Wage War fan. Yes. I have something to say. Tell me, so that I know. Are you sure you know? No. I've actually, I've actually totally 180'd on this song. No, I said tell me so that I know. I have literally but no But anyways, I've totally 180'd on the song. Okay. The song is good. Banger. Banger. And... It almost sounds like like Crystal Lake with the heavy electronics on the. Okay, you've green. lost me there because I don't like Crystal Lake, but this song fucks. Well, Crystal Lake doesn't have cl- cleans like. Okay. Wage war. True. So. <laughs> True. Um, I just said yeah, just a comparison I made to the vocals. Um, so at first I was I was uh, being a. What's that album called? Deadweight? Deadweight Elitist. And I was like, Don't Let Me Fade Away is better. It's just a better version of this song. But it's not. The song is... I still like Don't Let Me Fade Away better, but I can appreciate this song for what it is. And Hell with the Rats is a great pre-breakdown line. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, another kind of the not the pre-breakdown but the opening line into the song um what is it like oh yeah i should have mentioned it, it, it's very complicated lyricism yeah I'll, I'll look it up. but it is sick I'll, as I'll fuck actually... please, please look it up for me i'm blanking off the top of my head and like i can sing it in the lyrics yeah but like you asked me to think about it right now I, and it's like if fuck. i found a rope then you would tie the noose you wouldn't die for me but i would hang for you do you call it yeah that's what it is yeah everything before that like would you call it a friend line those first like two lines that you said sick as hell trying to pick my favorite single going into this album is like trying to pick a favorite child almost they are all i love all three of them teeth high horse and circle the drain are all incredible um i i think if i had to pick it would be circle the drain uh but like but placing placing any of these three songs as my least favorite, it feels criminal. Like how how is Teeth my least favorite single? It's not, but then that means that High Horse is my least favorite. But High Horse can't be my least favorite either. They're all just so fucking good. I also think Cody does a fantastic job on the queens and the chorus here. Like the usual. chorus is the highlight for me. Yeah, it's so catchy. I can't believe we have to wait a whole month to talk about this album. <laughs> yeah. It feels fucking annoying. Like, on one hand, it's like we've already got eight gajillion albums to talk about, right? But on the other hand, it's like, I haven't heard it today. I, haven't, I actually yeah. haven't listened to it yet, so. No, I don't want to hear anything. Don't say anything. Wage more noises. That's a pretty good summary, actually, of the whole album. 
Lots of wage war noises. No, I will say, having heard the album, if you like Teeth and Circle the Drain, you will like most of the album. If you like High Horse, there is also a lot to like on the album. All right, you sold me. These, These singles, I will say, having heard the album, the singles are very representative of what you will get on the album. It's very good. It's very good. One of my favorites so far, at least the past couple months, if not of the year. So we'll save the full discussion for Manic in our next episode. Um, but that's a little teaser, I guess. Um, yeah, are we good to move on? I think I've mentioned everything that I love about this song. So let's talk about like love. Like love. Dang, yep. you did it first. I, I was. I swear that was an accidental. Uh, teaser into transition oh i know that's why i make fun of you because it's (laughs) funny uh the enemy affliction like love i didn't listen to this i just want to do the transition carry on man this is oh man um I'm gonna I'm gonna direct this at Jake. Jake, if you like this song, you will like their older material. I like this song. I'm pretty sure yeah. you, you said you like their song. Yeah, this, this song's like good. Older material. All right, give me another six years. <laughs> I'm accounting for the fact that I'm, I'm accounting for the fact that Amity has like what six albums out, five albums. Oh, it's more than that. Jesus. Yeah. Uh. Uh. uh eight years. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Yeah, uh Lucky I should take this listening to. Um I I liked the song a lot. Um I think their queen vocals still are the best part about this band. I I still don't love the harsh vocals. I've grown to I kind of want to say tolerate them, but I do like them at times. But really it's the queen vocals that sell me on everything this band does. I I, I don't know how to describe it but he has like such a unique tone to his voice mm-hmm. that i Australia can't really song. get anywhere else so my i'd like this song but i know everybody says this too this sounds way too similar to their older shit and it doesn't sound like they've they've changed anything like uh, the last two albums have been very experimental and it hasn't really worked and it sounds like and this feels like them giving up and just going back to what they they're they're good at basically i don't know if i entirely agree and i think that this is a return to a return to form of sorts but i feel like the one bit the um that hmm, how do you how would you describe it that like ambient towards the end section even though it's yeah 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 that feels to me a bit more divergent from their older stuff okay i guess in a sense like that to me is enough variation I don't know. I th- I would take this over a lot of the stuff off of Everybody Loves You Once You Leave Them. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, this is my favorite Amity song since Soak Me in Bleach, and probably a top five Amity song for me in general. Um, I would agree with that. This, this to me feels like they've taken the best aspects of every album and put it into one song, and that's not to say that, like, by virtue of that, it's my favorite Amity song, but I don't think that there's anything here that I could pick at as being something that I don't enjoy because I really like every aspect of the song. I like the breakdown, the tone of it, the length, it feels good. I Well, I guess if there's one thing, the, whatever it's called, the timing, I guess, and like, or the delivery almost maybe, I guess, on I'll Be In Space, right before that ambient section, mm. it feels like it was said too quickly. And I don't know if that's just me and I'm losing my mind or what's up but that's an interesting point because i i felt like that worked fine but i also think slowing it down would work just as well i gotta listen to this yeah i think it could work either way i was hoping for more like a spaced out like i'll be in space versus just the i don't know it's like it's a little too quickly stated for me I just feel like the, the, hmm, okay, hold on. The way and the tempo of the breakdown prior to that line and the tempo of the ambient section after that line, I would want the way that that is delivered and the timing on it to match more so and be in like the middle of those two. And instead it feels faster than both, at least to me. And so it bothered me. For, like, one or two listens. Now it's, like, I still notice it, but the rest of the song is so damn good that I just don't care, but... No. I don't know. Maybe I'm just losing it. Maybe this is just a me thing. I could be just losing my mind. I think but... it's fine. I just yeah. do it now. Well, it is what it is. I think it'd be fine either way. I'll have so. to say that Amity's put out a fantastic song here. It's already passed yeah. a million streams, so... Do not, do not take my... My what did I, whatever I said earlier. Do not take it negatively. It's just an observation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we move on to the big guns? Yep. I mean, I feel like we've already been in the big guns. I think this is the biggest gun. This oh is yeah, a this cannon. this is this is the, the tank. Big one. This is a musical howitzer. <laughs> Bring me the horizon. I've dropped their brand new song. Die for you. Man, what a good love list song. I haven't I made this joke before. <sighs> I don't see it, but how do you not see you, it? You are you are distressing me with that statement. It's, it's true. You are distressing me with that statement. It's true. This is totally I a loveless I don't song. care it, if it's, it's true. Clothing. I don't care if it's true or not. It's just distressing me that you're comparing Bring Me the Horizon to Loveless. I'm not comparing it. They sound like this song is, is a Loveless song. It's a good song, mind you. This is better than love than anything Loveless has ever done. 
Wow. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. Where did that come from? I think you need to stop immediately because that's not true. Where the fuck did that come from? I, a Thousand Reasons is Loveless's best song. I think this is better than A Thousand Reasons. I just, like, Evans. physically <laughs> recoiled. Wait, hang on. I'm with Jake on this one. Wait, what? Yeah. Monstrous. The it's okay. Bro, love Justin, are good. Have case. Love are good. good. These two bands. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck are we comparing bad. these two bands again? <laughs> this is Justin's fault. Now love Yeah, us. yeah, it is. Julian, if you're listening, these two do not represent the overall feelings <laughs> of the High Mind Podcast. And neither yeah. do those two. Oh, if right, you're Julian. listening, these two do not represent the overall opinions of the High Mind. Man. <laughs> He's definitely not listening. No. So, no, so this song, in the event that it's not a loveless song, man, Bring Me is very versatile. Yes. Unbelievably so. There's no genre this band can't tackle. Oh, I'm waiting for the country album. <laughs> I would Wait, welcome that. Please don't challenge them. It's gonna have a Danny Warstop feature. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be so fucking good. No shame. They need to do that. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, as I said, this song is better than anything Loveless has ever done. You're such a. <laughs> We're not comparing these two bands anymore. Let's we're not, we're not, song. yeah. This song, I... There are very few songs that I had on repeat so fast this year. I hear this song for the first time, and I'm listening to it, like, 15 times in the first two hours. That has happened to me with, like, ma like a, a handful or three other songs this year. This song is an earworm. That chorus, the, the melody of that chorus... I had it stuck in my head before I was even done listening to it the first time. That you know I would die for, I'd cry for. Like I I was singing along to that in my head by the final chorus of my first listen. It is so catchy, it is so memorable. It, it there's just so much good about the chorus and then the rest of the song is just fantastic as well. I if I'm making a comparison to songs on post-human survival horror. This isn't my favorite, but this is easily top half of that EP. Easily. Meanwhile, on the other side of the spectrum, I felt this song was kind of repetitive and really couldn't get past, like, a couple well, of listens. That's pop music. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the yeah, song and there's is. Yeah, and there's a reason why I don't listen to a lot of pop music much anymore. Well, I think it's this song is very interesting because... Well, it's bring me the horizon doing this, so I shouldn't be surprised. But um, it blends elements of rock and I wouldn't say metal, but a little bit, I guess, with the screaming. Um, There's a couple of screams. so well, and it's it's its own own genre, basically. I don't know if I would go that far. But there is also no one doing it like Bring Me right now. The the, the 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 rest of the scene needs like another six months to a year to catch up. Uh, yeah. And by then there'll be oh, every, another six steps behind. And by, by, by the time everyone else catches up, they're already six steps behind what Bring Me is doing next. So. 
I mean, that's really how it's been the past couple of years, to be quite honest. It's crazy, though, because, like, wasn't, wasn't Ollie, like, in, like, mentally, like, in Shit's Creek for a while, and then, like, suddenly this epiphany of post-human came out, and, like, Bring Me has just been on this escalator ride, like, just shooting up to the stratosphere. I think it's been that much. way since That's the Spirit. Yeah. That's my impression. <laughs> Imagine having heard that album. I mean, I didn't. I don't like. Get Domino. on that, man! <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? A lot, bro. I don't even like it that much, and I know you need to hear it. Figure it out. Get it together. Unacceptable. I, I will eventually. Unreal. Yeah, I'm. I'm a cursed human being. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I I, f- I feel like I've said all that I can say about this song. To be honest, it's fantastic. It's I, I I feel confident saying this is like a top five, maybe even top three song of the month for me. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's definitely top ten for me. I really. It took me a while to get into it. I needed a lot of re-listens, but once it clicked, I couldn't put it down. Yeah. And for me, it clicked on that first listen. Just well. Recently. You know, not all of us can be as cool, yeah. Jake. Yeah, true. Very true. Can't be as cool as me not having heard any of Bring Me the Horizon pre-post-human. I'm so cool. It is what it <laughs> is. Have you not heard of Ammo either? I've heard, like, three songs off of Ammo. Oh, man. We have some work to do. You tried to convince me on Ammo, and I wasn't convinced, so I was just convinced I didn't like Bring Me. That was not a good representation of Bring Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But that's still all that I was exposed to, so. All right. Anyway. Derek. Yes, sir. Silent Planet are back with a new single called Terminal. It's got the feels. It does. It's got the cleans. It does. It's got the heavies. It does. Dare I say, banger. I dare say banger. Yes. I dare say it's a Silent Planet song. Look, man, we know that you're not a big Silent Planet fan. Whatever, me neither. This song is still sick. I'm I'm just stating the simple fact that this is a song by Silent Planet. I don't know what you're reading into. (laughs) So, I actually had, like, this huge debate with myself if I wanted to add this song or Of Mice and Men. So, I chose this because I'm expecting an EP from Of Mice and Men where we can tackle each song more individually there, since there will be less songs. So, this is why I chose this song. Now, is there any other reason why you chose this song? What do you like about it? It's got... Mitch Cleans. Yes. And that is very cool. And never before done by Silent Planet, as far as I know. As far as I know as well. I'm, I will never claim to be a huge Silent Planet aficionado, but that's my understanding. Yeah, I think... Song's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, do I like it more than Panopticon? And I don't, I don't know how comparable they are. So, hmm, I think I like this one 
in terms of lyricism better. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I for me, this is the better overall song, but Panopticon is like way less depressing, so I'm gonna listen to Panopticon more. This feels like would be a comparable song to this. I guess in theory, something like uh Constance by Spirit okay. Box. Actually, yeah, that's a very good comparison. Where it's like you could listen to it on its own and like not necessarily be sad, but if you replayed it over and over again, like you're just actively doing damage to your mental state as opposed to say Panopticon, where the lyrics, they're like, there's meaning behind them, but it's not actively depressing. So it's a lot easier to digest and listen to a lot in one sitting. But um, I, Silent Planet, a band I didn't expect to be putting out an album that would be like anywhere on my most anticipated radar. Suddenly, with the release of this and Panopticon, I'm like, okay. And trilogies on that album. Oh. It is? Oh. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> Why is twenty twenty one doing this to me? Shall we move on? I'm ready to move is on. So sad, isn't it? It is. It is. It's too depressing. You know what else is so sad? The fact oh, that dude. we have a fucking seventh single for this album from the city is ours. In all seriousness, now, uh, city is ours. Have dropped a new song called "So Sad." Wow. And wow. uh that's convenient. Yeah, I no lie guys. I, I did I'm not like... catch the transition when Jacob said it. <laughs> <laughs> You're that I was just like, yeah, it, it huh? is pretty depressing. You're that far out of it, huh? Anyway, no, um no. Don't worry, Jake picked it up. Jake picked it up. Yeah. I I kind of prefaced this assuming that I'm kind of upset about the fact that we got so many singles for this album, which I am. Uh just I wish that uh we didn't get like two of the other ones. Because this is one of my favorite singles uh, leading up to this album. The City is Ours roller coaster continues to go up and down with every single for whatever reason. Um, I, what was it? Last month we talked about Regret About Me? Oh, there he goes. And welcome back. Wrong button, wrong button, wrong button, wrong button. <laughs> Does that count as Derek's mic acting up? Sure. His yeah. hand acting up. <laughs> for sure. Like Michael J. Fox in this bitch. So, yeah, I, th this is one of my favorite singles. Uh, I still think my favorites are Dangerous and Violent, but this has all the elements of those two songs that I really liked. Um, I think the clean vocals and the chorus work fantastic. His voice is still very unique. Um, I think his harsh vocals don't feel off-putting to which they have in some of the other singles. And overall i think the entire package just works i also think that we get a pretty surprise breakdown halfway through the song which was pretty sick as fuck um but overall yeah i'm i'm still very much anticipating this album i think less so due to the fact that i already feel like i've heard a majority of it uh and i am a little bit exhausted having heard this many singles going into the album cycle but i also can't blame them for putting out so many just with the current state of singles getting traction and albums not yeah. getting as much so it's probably better for the band but as 
someone that is as invested into them as I am, yeah, I would rather have gotten like I would have even been fine with five, but I think pushing six seven for this album cycle is a little too much for me. But as I said, all that to say that this is one of my favorite singles for this cycle, and I'm still excited for the album. So this band still hasn't clicked with me. At this point, if it hasn't clicked with you, like six or seven singles in, I don't know if it will, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like these singles have encompassed most of the sound that you're going to get out of this band. Mm. So, I don't know, man. I do not know. I'm ready to move on. Uh, we've got another song from Our Promise following up their debut EP earlier this year called The Worst. Can I ever learn to live with the worst? Feels like nothing ever... Now, I know I'm like the big fan of this band here. I introduced y'all to them, but I want to hear your your guys' opinions on this one first. Hmm. This sounds like something I would listen to at the beginning of my metalcore journey. I agree. And not something I would listen to any... Well, I would still, hmm. I would still like appreciate it now. I like I do appreciate this now, but it's just I've moved on from this kind of sound, and it just doesn't really intrigue me anymore. Derek, are you kind of in the same boat? Yeah, and I think it's been really interesting watching like, as we do these, the type of music and, like, the metalcore that we listen to that you end up liking, because it feels like where I was at, like, a year and a half, two years ago. Is where I'm at now? Yeah, like, I feel like you were very into... Because when I I started out getting into stuff like Issues, and I guess Amaranth that you showed me, but, like, I got into the Uncleans very early on, whereas you were more into, like, the hard rock, alt rock type thing, I feel like, when we were all... And so, like, we're all elevating to different music, except for Justin, who just posts hardcore junkies for the past <laughs> four years. God bless Justin. Getting the called only, out. You're wow. the rock. You're the rock of this relationship. Um. Honestly, yeah, I think that's a fair, but fair title. No, it just it's it's interesting because like this is this is something that like I'll listen to and I'm like, yeah, it's good metalcore. It feels like you know, kind of. Like, topically older wage war type thing you know that that sort of style that that 2017 era-esque um and so like two years ago i'd have been like oh yeah this is sick but i already like explored this side of the genre i feel like so if i'm not listening to a band that's doing something new or innovative with it or is like nostalgic for me that like i like the band because they were grandfathered in because i listened to them back then it's kind of just like oh i've already heard this you know so it's like, this song is solid. A definite, like, probably 7.5, 8 out of 10 for me. It's just, like, not something that I want to revisit because I feel like I've heard it done before, if that makes sense. Got it, yeah. So, I mean, to, to basically confirm what you're saying, yeah, I fucking love this. Our Promise are releasing some of my favorite metalcore that I have ever heard at this point. They have not missed for me. That debut EP this year is still fucking killer, and this song would have fit perfectly into that. Um... I don't think it's my favorite song by them. I enjoy... I, I would probably put this, like, towards the bottom end 
comparing to that EP, but I still think this song is fantastic. The mixing and production from this band for how new and kind of small they are is incredible. It sounds so well produced to me. Um, yeah. And I also think the, the guy's vocals, he has such a diverse range to him. The way that he can do both the heavy vocals and the queens and the chorus hitting like some of those higher notes too. Like he's so versatile and it's all just the one guy. I mean, the, as I said, this band is releasing some of my favorite metalcore, and this song is no exception, even if I think it is weaker than most of that debut EP from earlier this year. Th this is the type of metalcore that I'm living for right now. Uh, that, I felt like I was pretty brief on that for how much I actually enjoy this song, but I don't have too much more to add, so I'm ready to move on to another song that I'm pretty high on. My Diligent Future have dropped a brand new song called Stand By Me. And I have been very, I, I've enjoyed this band's material for the past while, but this is the first song that has really clicked with me since that uh, debut album in 2019. I listened to this song for the first time, and the moment that the instrumentation kicks in, that first riff, the just Stand By Me kicks in, I'm really enjoying this. And all the way through, I think the verses are solid, I think the chorus is solid. And there's a solid breakdown. I mean, this entire song is just solid. As I said, as I was kind of leading up to, I think this song is just really solid from top to bottom. And one of my favorite songs from there in a while. And I'm really happy to finally have something that I can truly invest myself in. Because a lot of their past songs like that EP from last year was good, but I didn't really have any staying power. And we talked about one of their other singles back in july i think and that song was also good but again it didn't really have any staying power this song has that staying power that i have been waiting for i think i said this before maybe it was a different band but this is what i want one morning left to sound like yep yeah, yeah i remember you saying was that. this band yeah yep, yep 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 and i will i will willingly echo that I agree entirely. I don't know. This, I'm not as sold as I think you are, Jake, um, in terms of this, like, oh, this is fine, the one where I can go back and replay it, but I think that, for me, this is the one that has the most potential. Mm. Basically, I, I think when, there are a lot of bands on here where I hear it, and I'm like, this is so close to being something that I want that I just throw it into a purgatory playlist, and I wait a couple months. I'm like, if I let this simmer, I'm going to come back to this and I'm going to like it. I know it. And this is one of those bands where it's like consistently, that's where I'm sitting. And I think that this single is the best example of that. Because there's nothing here that I objectively like don't like. It's just like something's not clicking and I know it will. So I just need to give it some time, let it sit, and all will be well. Glad to hear that. I think this song is fantastic, so um with all that being said i really don't have too much more to add so i'm ready to move on we got defenses dropping their fourth single for their upcoming album dropping in october the song is called in the black just like you know 
so we were all very we were to put it bluntly we really did not like the first two singles this band dropped coming into this album uh something more and say it really didn't click for any of us and as the biggest fan here when i'm still underwhelmed and i know that none of you guys are nearly as convinced on them as i am kind of unfortunate but between false gods and in the black this band has turned around and i am suddenly as excited for this album that i was hoping i would be from the get-go these past two singles are what i want to hear from defenses in its entirety and i hope that i get more i, I mean it, it's hard for me to say why i don't even like those first two songs as much because like in reality they all have similar elements but for whatever reason false gods and in the black just hit different for me and they work so much better it's just frustrating that i can't pinpoint exactly why the one thing that i think did stick out to me in this song is uh in the build up to the breakdown i'm pretty sure this is like the first time that we've ever heard queens from their harsh vocalist where he just says like i've never lost i've never lost and then he goes into his harsh vocals into the breakdown but the dude's got a sick queen voice and if they utilize those more in the album which i'm not entirely expecting them to considering he only had like three words where he got to use them i will be very happy if they lean more into those um i think that hearing those clean vocals from him for the first time here i think there's a lot of untapped potential that i'm not expecting to get realized but if they do i i'm expecting big things out of this album i don't like this as much as i liked um false gods fuck yeah yeah i i like this better than say in something more i will say i think i'm of the same opinion as you where this is like putting them on a better track these past two singles have been i'm just not quite as high on it as you are i think yeah i think that's totally fair that's totally fair i think the one thing i haven't highlighted yet is uh her vocals in the chorus are fantastic um i think just overall her vocals really I, i just really appreciate them i think they're great um but yeah, I don't really have too much more to add. So I'm ready to move on to our next song. We got uh, Varsity with a brand new song called Sick. Really, really feeling that. Really feeling, yeah. That's a good one. My, my boy, Joey <laughs> Tyler, is back. And man, I'm so excited for this Varsity album in November. I feel it still hasn't hit me that this band is dropping an album, even though it's announced, which I, I think is really they, funny. I didn't think they would be because they they said in like um like a live stream or something like Joey said that it, they're just gonna release stuff as it gets finished, but probably like during this year they probably just had so much inspiration they're like fuck it let's do an album, and I'm okay with that. Because yep, whatever I am not complaining. Them, whatever they're doing with this album at this current moment sounds really good. Um, they posted a lot of teasers. Um, they posted a teaser for this song and a couple others. And man, I am so far excited. Like much more excited than I was for Cloud City when that was making the rounds. Because I didn't I didn't listen to Shameless or Massive too much. This song was pretty much been in my rotation nonstop. 
I, I want to go back to Quad City real quick because I'm just like Varsity really went ahead, signed to Spine Farm Records, and said, "Yeah, we're gonna dominate the post hardcore scene for a bit. Don't mind us." That that's how I'm feeling. Like yep. this band has leveled the fuck up, and I am so much more on board. I don't need, I don't I can't explain what the hell changed. But they signed to Spine Farm last year, and suddenly they're just sick as hell in one of my favorite post-hardcore bands. That EP last year was sick as hell. This song is sick. Um, literally, literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm hell excited for this album as much as I still haven't really processed that it's actually coming out. <laughs> um, this band doesn't stop. They don't stop, and they've already shown, like, especially in this song... Um, like very very heavily electronic and uh post hardcore vibes and i i feel like they have made their mark and it's just smooth sailing for whatever singles come out i i don't know if i'm ready to commit to like a top 10 or an honorable mention contender from varsity but i could see it i think there's a world where it happens as as I'm... much as the competition is really stiff this year i could see it Hearing, um, hearing, I think there were two other teasers that were out, um, before they removed them because now we're in album cycle time. Um, uh, they're on my radar. I am really excited. I, I kind of wish they still had those teasers up because I, I would just spin those for a little bit, but they sounded really good. Um, th- this song, I, I've gotten not much more to add. It's, it's got really good um variants like i feel like every time you listen to it you're gonna find something different about it that you like that you didn't notice on the previous listen and that's just kind of why it just seems so repeatable to me i have not listened to this song nearly enough for how good it is anyway moving um yeah uh speaking of uh fucking bands that have come out of the water come out of the floodgate and destroyed unexpectedly cold rain come back after a little bit for uh paradise kill the silence we're going back to paradise i i just want to uh make a note of the fact that they dropped that album in 2019, and I have really wanted to hear their uh, 2017 album. And in the two-year period between then and now, I still haven't heard it. It's all right. I don't, it's I'm all right, exposing I, myself. Because <laughs> can I get a banger for this? Banger. Yeah. Banger. <laughs> they dropped so many fucking like, different vari- uh, variations of yeah, this. I didn't hear any of the variations to this. I only heard the full thing, but didn't doesn't like the single where he says, like, paradise for singers or for drummers or like just i literally put the the four basis one in my playlist and in this playlist by accident without realizing (laughs) because i looked and i was like has no one added cauldron yet apparently added a added a duplicate it was kind of funny um but no this is they've stepped up their game heavily from uh um the side effects where a lot of that was kind of forgettable. There's some standout ones like Answer the Sickness. Mayday was really good, but that's yeah. also because and uh, coexist, 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 and Gone were pretty good as well. This this is like I'd good. say top three if it were to fit on that album. 
I, yeah, I could make an argument for top four. Top three is hard, but top four, I think I could make, yeah. This is a really good song. Um, Cold Rain, again, I feel like uh, there's an interesting dynamic between Cold Rain and Crossfaith, whereas I feel like they're kind of the two, Cold Rain, Crossfaith, and Crystal Lake. I feel like they're the big three Japanese rock slash metal bands. And I think Cold Rain, it's hard to say whether Cold Rain or Crossfaith are my favorite, but Cold Rain definitely lean more into the Queen vocals more than anything else. And uh, Masato's Queens are so good that I think I am just able to enjoy just about anything that they put out. Um, some of it might be underwhelming, but I'm still going to enjoy it. And there's not a lot of bands that I can really say that about. I will say, though, this song could have used a breakdown. Breakdown? Yeah, probably. But that that's just minor nitpick. Everything else was pretty good. Once again, this uh, is another song that uh, I did not get to spend nearly enough time with due to wait. the absurdity that was uh, September 17th. But Are we talking about the same song? This song is a breakdown. Cold Rain? Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't too much. It was just kind of like a small... Uh, I was going to comment God. that I liked the breakdown. <laughs> oh, I'm mine in shambles. Uh, I, I, I may need to listen to it again. I yeah, same. Because I don't really remember there being a breakdown in this. It's probably right two ten. i can't listen to it because i'm recording but thank you <laughs> justin can listen and confirm anyways uh sorry i'm a downer uh, i'm, I'm so just gonna sorry. keep sighing every single time one of those gets made <laughs> uh, uh, true disappointment loveless. loveless sorry i'm a downer Thank you, Justin. Guys, I'm sorry. No, nah, I was just being Canadian, sorry. <laughs> that that <laughs> was a push. I've already had it marked like a while ago. Yeah, I know. I forget what it was about. But uh It makes me anyways. sad when I laugh because I want to laugh and then I laugh and I start dying. <laughs> It's not fair. F. One of these one of these times I'm gonna like I'm gonna have a cough drop in my mouth and it's get sucked in the back of my throat and my death's just gonna be caught on camera. You're gonna hear me choking on Hall's soothe relieves cough and soothe sore throat made with real honey in the background and it'll just be over for me. This is lyrically my favorite level of song. Eh. Yeah. This is a mid-tier song for me. Poor Derek. For, for Loveless. I, Derek wants to speak on this song so badly, I can tell, but he just can't. He, Every time like... I open my mouth, I start dying. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll get our our words edgewise, and he'll uh, he'll come in and disregard them all. Facts. Uh, but yeah, this is a mid-tier Loveless song. I'd say. Yeah. It, I I want the I wanted this song to stick with me more than it did. It's like it's not bad, but there also isn't any moment that really hooks me in any way. 
where I feel like when when we heard Loveless won the album, that was primarily singles. But even like the four songs that weren't singles there all felt like they had a unique identity. Whereas I feel like this one, for whatever reason, kind of just blends in, unfortunately. This one is too much like Smile to me. I can't make that comparison. I don't even know what I would compare it to. It's just Loveless are a very good band and they made a very good song but it just doesn't really stick out in any way fun fact your boy is the man is the guy who added the lyrics to genius really yep king shit good work (laughs) doing the job that none of us are brave or smart enough to do true i respect your hustle all right, Derek, no. what you got on the song? So I, I think it's interesting that you brought the smile comparison up. Because I think so too, but I think it's a better smile. This is like probably a top five Loveless song for me. I really, really enjoy this. The The vocal progression in the chorus and the melody is something that like, it drew me in and hooked me. I haven't really been able to put it down. I haven't, I say that like, I've been able to give it its due time, which I feel like I haven't just by virtue of September 17th. Um, but no, overall I'm, I'm very happy with this. I would take this over a couple of songs off that last loveless album. That was very good. By the way, if you haven't heard the latest loveless album, go check it out because like true wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You might hear that come the end of the year. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If not, it's getting high up there because I really, really like that album. And I am continuing to really enjoy pretty much everything that Loveless is doing. So, I don't know. I feel feel almost a little biased. Like, I feel like everybody else isn't as high on it as I am. And it's just like... This this song or the album? No, both. I don't know. I I like this song. Yeah, this song is good. It just doesn't have that moment that really sticks out to me. I don't know. I guess I I would agree with that, but I also think that it doesn't need it for me because I really like the whole song. So it's like even if there's no like yeah. memorable wow moment, every part of it is just good enough to justify it not having that moment, I guess. Yeah, it, ju- it just didn't reach that for me. Unfortunate. Yeah, really unfortunate to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to like the song more than I do. Uh cursed release date. Julian, yeah. sh- Julian should have listened to our tweets about uh, exactly. music. It's funny because I'm pretty sure he quote tweeted my tweet. Um, yeah, yeah. Saying no and then linked to pre-save the song, which was funny as hell. I, I-, I loved that. I really-, I really appreciated that. But at the same time, our sanity, please. Yeah, pretty much. Justin! The Wait. boys are back! Wait, I'm I have to say. Ah, say more! continue <laughs> um i was gonna say this song well not i haven't felt this way lately there have been times where i felt exactly like what this song is is saying and it's kind of relatable and it's very it hits deep basically yeah so that's all i wanted to say go ahead justin Cool. I believe in Tom Burns' uh, supremacy here at uh, Hive Mind Radio. Uh, Valiant Hearts are back with a new album cycle. 
uh, the first single, Elevated Being, off their album, Yonder. Coming January 2022. Your top 10 albums of 2021 in shambles right now. I know. I really (laughs) wanted to go go for the trifecta, Tom Byrne, your galleons, Valiant Hearts, just to to feel something. (laughs) But uh, nah, nah, it wasn't meant to be. You can't have nice things. I don't care. This song is amazing. Is it your favorite song of the month? Well, I mean, look at the rest of the singles. No. Yeah. But it's not. Have we gotten um, to the I know what number one is. Because if we haven't gotten to it, I think I know what it is. Uh, uh, take a lucky guess. You won't get it. Um, I know what but... it is. <clears throat> you might actually. I, I don't know. There's only <laughs> so few songs I listen to that are remaining. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking Valiant Hearts. Um, Tom said it best that this next album is going to be like... Uh, a baby of Mesmer and uh, Medusa. And I can definitely see it. This song has pretty much everything that Valiant Hearts is kind of known for with with a little bit of uncleans added into it. And I'm here for it wholeheartedly. Um, I want to touch a little bit on the album that's coming up because, man, they've got some really good stuff coming out. Like... Uh, Joey from Varsity is a feature on it. Um, Marvin Bruckwild from uh, uh, from Alaska, and Phil Bayer again, which I'm surprised Phil came back from Galleons is now doing the penultimate track for the album. Um, but man, I'm I have so many good things to say about Valiant Hearts. You believe gonna... in Tom Burns supremacy? Send I, it. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but I want you guys to uh, voice your opinions. I know this was on the curse today, but yeah, um, it took me a while to get into galleons, and I'm low key feeling the same way about Valiant Hearts now, because I want to like both of those bands more than I actually do, and I cannot give you a good reason for why I don't. That's that's it. There's nothing else. It's a good song, just once again hasn't really stuck to me in any meaningful way. I'm not a fan of the vocals. Hmm. You've just stabbed a knife in Justin's heart. I know, I know. I I was I, <laughs> I was debating. I am it. okay that you said this. Um, be, mainly because the vocals, as a newcomer, like coming into Valiant Hearts, I feel like specifically with this song, there's a lot going on. And I don't know if his uncleans are what's going to sell you on his, this band in general. I feel actually, like... The problem I had was actually with the cleans. Oh. Never mind then. It fucking ignore me. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Strange. weird. Yeah, <laughs> strange. Because, like... <laughs> that, that's pretty much, like, why I like Valiant Hearts. Is because... He does the cleans while in Galleons, it's a lot of focus on the the instrumentals and a little bit of the unclean influence, especially with uh, Metropolis. But um, no, I, can, I can definitely see it. I feel like Tom Byrne's voice is kind of 
an acquired taste that I've kind of been soaked into for a while now since the first album. You have been uh, thrown into the church of Tom Byrne. Uh, I've been baptized by Tom Byrne. Yeah. There's an image. <laughs> <laughs> baptized in the church of Tom Byrne. Yes. Um, he now has I, a valiant heart. Yeah, uh, totally. He just mutes. To <laughs> <laughs> get his opinion, then you kill him. Okay, I after after giving Jacob shit for saying it, I am going to echo Jacob's sentiment ish, in that I think that. Ta- and I have the same problem with some of because, I mean, let's face it, Tom Byrne, Johnny Craig, their delivery sounds very, very similar, right? Mm-hmm. I have the same gripe with both of them, in that they are both very talented singers, and that if they don't vary their delivery, I get kind of lost in the vocals. Like that second Slaves album, Routine Breathing, is like eighteen tracks long, and I've saved like three of them because the rest of the songs kind of blend together and I feel like they may be a little too long. And I think that's my same issue here is that I think this song is a little too long and it's a little too much Tom Byrne in the sense that I like his vocals, but I like them in small doses or when they're very varied. And so here, for whatever reason, I'm not getting that vibe of it's varied enough. And so I'm left kind of iffy on it. It's like every individual component of this song I really enjoy put together. I don't know if I could listen to it regularly for four minutes and 39 seconds. Does that make sense? Did I, did I fuck up or is that, does that make sense? No, it makes sense. Yeah. I, so we, we have the same <laughs> issue, but for different reasons. And I'm nervous about what you're going to say about one of the albums we talk about now. <laughs> Let's see. Let me go find out. Oh. Is it the one I haven't heard yet? I will not say. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Now I'm scared. Are I'm you guys ready? Time. This will be my best transition yet. I'm fucking terrified. No, my mic's not picking it up. Damn it! <laughs> what the? Are you pressing you the key on your keyboard? He is pressing F. Oh yeah, that's it for me, guys. I've had enough. <laughs> I was gonna say it before you even did that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done. The, the Qualified. Next cough, the next there time I cough, I am going to let death take me. <laughs> Qualified, certified, <laughs> framed, <laughs> bad transition. That. That has to be the worst one ever. That might, that's <laughs> enough bad transitions for three bingo cards. <laughs> I, I, oh, my mic's not picking up. Fuck you. I can't believe that. Hell no. Yeah, fuck you. <sighs> so, Attack Attack have released their newest single. Press F. Yo, so full transparency, I kind of forgot to listen to this song. Well, <laughs> oops. Uh, 
Yeah. Fine, I didn't get to it either. Okay. Well, that's not surprising. Well, Jacob, it's you and me, man. And Hell I'm yeah. like dying every 10 seconds. So really, it's just up to you. I'm, I'm pressing up for you. <laughs> so. Oh, all right. I live. I live. I, I live. About this song, I think it Attack Attack are embracing the memes with their song titles, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. And um, this is good generic metalcore song. It is not. I think it's my second favorite, and I think Fade with Me is actually my first. I, I you like know what? I no 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 no. <laughs> I agree. I agree entirely. So what's what's your third? Definitely. Wait, does Quiet Cowboys count? Oh, I'm gonna oh. say no. I'm gonna say no. So I'm gonna say Babadook Bombshell or whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Oh, year of Bombshell. And I don't even remember what the first song is called. Cause all my life it was ass. You don't need to remember. Yeah. Um. So this is. I agree. Fourth song, fifth if you count Kawhi Cowboys, and yep. we don't have an album announcement. Is there ever going to be an album announcement? I don't know. Maybe they're doing the Memphis Mayfire thing. I, I kind of feel like they're just doing singles. Not that I'm very invested in this band, but that's the vibe I'm getting. Based on them releasing Kawaii Cowboys and then Random EDM Song as a single. Random EDM Song is really good, though. Ooh. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good EDM song. It was also very random, but it was good. And also the topic this song is talking about is also very, very generic and overdone. But I still like this song. I haven't spent a lot of time with this. So for the uneducated who haven't like paid attention to all the lyrics, what is the song about? I think it's, I think I, I just give me a general overview. Um, I think it's about the lead singers dealing with depression during COVID, basically. Oh, well, yeah, that's been overdone. I always feel, okay, it always feels weird. This is, I guess, kind of related. But to be like, yeah, this this singer is putting out, like, a song about how they're depressed and deal with, like, chronic anxiety, and they're not in a good state. This has been done a million times. Can't they write about something else? Like, I feel like it feels, yeah, it feels, it feels it almost disrespectful. <laughs> like, on one hand, it's like, but yeah, it, I, I feel could, bad, but everybody else is struggling too, King. That's the like, thing, though. I, I don't want to, I don't wanna, like, downplay it. Yeah. Downplay the band, but you could do something like, like Eminence did with their last album. Yeah. Which is. Yeah, like a variation. You add a violin. Something interesting. Something new. This... I still like the song. And... I feel like we're spending way too much time on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like the song. It's alright. And I'll keep watching Attack Attack. Just because of the name. Yeah. I, I will say... And this may be a hot take. I think that their most recent singles are some of the best of their career. I like them more than their older material. Oh. Yeah, I can see that. Imagine having heard their older material. I and, uh, I'm, you'll get to it in 15 years. <laughs> now that's an accurate statement. But then, stickly. 15 years from now, Attack Attack's older material will be classic rock, Jake. 
True, probably. <laughs> listen to classic rock. Oh yeah, what like Van Halen, Def Leppard? No, I listen to Attack Attack. Yeah, I listen to Attack Attack. That's and gonna Memphis make me sad. <laughs> That's when somebody's like, oh yeah, classic rock or like, oh yeah, like I I listen to to twenty tens music and it's on like the throwback radio station, and it's just like Ellie Goulding, Ariana Grande. I'm gonna lose my damn mind. I'm gonna feel old. Yeah. That day can't come, fellas. We can't become a classic rock podcast. Welcome to the Hive My Butt Rock podcast. <laughs> we'll be talking about it next Hard month. rock, butt rock, and more. Didn't we already talk about them with Bear 2? <laughs> wow. Poor Jake. <laughs> Man. I think we need to move on. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, yo, I got this one. I got this one. Now, fellas, you know, I may be coughing a lot, and I may have a lot of congestion, but there's one symptom I don't have, and that's a fever. Paloma, new single, Fever, out now. Can I get a banger? Dude, Banger. Before this song came out, I was like, there's no way they can top 2 a.m. love again. <laughs> and then they I, did it. And Surprise. Then and then they and did then, it. Well. No, they fucking I, did it. I don't think they topped it, but it's just as good. Don't underestimate this fucking band. Never, never doubt them. They will not miss. They do not apparently miss. The, apparently the next song is the heaviest song that they've done. So... Get hyped for that. Light up the sky vibes. That's what I'm feeling. I really hope it's that fucking song that they teased back in like 2018, 2019. Bro, that fucking teaser. It's so good. I need to I need to show you too, Derek and Jacob, because like I've had it saved. Do you do you have that tweet like pinned or something? Um I I go back to it every now and then to like what could have been. Anyway, uh this song is one of my favorite songs of the month. Uh, similar to Bring Me, which I had on repeat for like 15 times in the first two hours, I basically did the same thing with this song. Um, definitely one of my favorite songs of the month. Arguably, uh, well, no, not arguably. Uh, my favorite song of theirs since Walk Me Up, which is basically uh, the only song in between that was 2AM Love Again. Please, dear God, can this band just start releasing more than one song every nine months? That's all I ask. Is is that too much to ask for? Uh, this band is so fucking good. Um the chorus is unbelievably catchy. Their guitar tones are unlike anything that I hear in any other band. I I don't know what more to say about this band that I haven't already said in past episodes or what more I can say right now. This band is just sick as hell. One of my favorite hidden gems, like, uncontested. They're just so sick. They're just so fucking sick. Someone else I... take it. I I linked the teaser by the way. They Ray said it was for uh, "Light Up the Sky," and uh, I ke- I keep mentioning when this comes out. He says apparently it's still a Paloma song at some point. So, Ooh. um, but man, yeah, they don't fucking miss, and I I'm 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 indifferent to say whether or not this band has the 
has the potential to like do a full album because if they do like that's easy top 10 top five probably oh yeah easy yeah. top five like that's like, a lot and only has say... five songs yeah yeah they only have five songs right now which that's is absurd. crazy it's criminal it's absurd like but i'm going to reiterate please can this band start releasing more than just one new song every nine months please yeah wait like, was that literally. when love again came out uh love again um, was uh fucking June. no love again was march was it march oh god love again was march yeah wow we're old <laughs> shut <Stop>. up <laughs> shut up Paloma, classic rock <laughs> no you know what's real classic rock though light up the sky oh they're not classic rock. they're just that. dead oh I mean, okay, sure. You can go that distance, sure. They're, not, they're dead and reborn. Oh, fuck. There's, there, there's a good transition I can make here, but I ain't ending this discussion yet. I'm not doing it. I won't. I'm not doing it. But nah, dude. I'm, I'm... Fucking, I love Ray, love Brian. They're destroying fucking music in general. Always creating stuff that just shouldn't work, but it's always, like, incredible. These guys have been, like, one of my favorite bands since, like, 2018. And they have only released, like... They released two singles as Light Up the Sky before they became Paloma. And then... They have released five songs under Paloma in two years. Please like, give me more. I feel like you can put their their um Justin Bieber cover and uh, yeah. fake as Paloma songs. Kinda. That's basically when they were shifting into Paloma. Yeah, kinda. I don't know, man. Oh, I, I feel like we've said enough about this song. Is there anything that hasn't been mentioned yet? Um, yeah. Uh, please release more music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alrighty, then. Um, Red Hook are back with their first new song since their EP from April. Sentimental Surgery. How are we feeling about this one? Didn't get to it. Derek. It is a Red Hook song. Yep. It is certainly a Red Hook song. I think this is weaker than a lot of that EP, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I, I I just think that that's more of a testament to how highly I rate that EP, though. Because this song isn't bad by any means. I just think that my expectations were significantly heightened after hearing that EP earlier this year, and this isn't reaching the level that I know they're capable of. But it's still not a bad song by any means. It's alright. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not sold, and I want to be... This band, I mean, demonstrated to me, especially through, like, Alien, has the potential to be really good. And I feel like Alien is just so good that I find myself comparing all other of their songs released to that. And so I'm just like, yeah, it's all right, but it's not on the same level as Alien. Therefore, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's me, but with uh, bad decisions in Kamikaze. Yeah. yeah, I think it's uh, interesting though that this song popped up in another music Discord that I'm in, and they were like, yeah, so this song popped up in my YouTube feed. It's it kind of sounds like Japanese rock, and I'm like, hello, where did that come from? <laughs> like, I do not get Japanese rock vibes from this at all. 
I get Stand Atlantic vibe. That's fair. I think that's fair, especially in this song. I think like that EP earlier this year, I don't think I would compare that to Stand Atlantic, but this song in particular, I think, I think there's, there's some similarities that you could argue. Definitely. They're both, they're both Australian. They're both, right? Aus- her, they're both Australian and uh, her vocal delivery in this song in particular, I definitely think lines up more with like a pop punk style. So yeah, I could definitely see that comparison. Yeah. I, I don't have too much more to say. I'm going to use this as an, uh, another time to shout out that EP from earlier this year, if you haven't heard it. If this song intrigues you, go check out that EP and you will be impressed. Yeah. Goodbye, my friends. Oh, never mind. Hello. Weather Eye. Goodbye. Man. Can we, before we talk about the song can we talk about how we had a whole ass discussion about like how moving on could like signal that maybe they were changing their sound or like no they were moving on as a band no and then the next single is called goodbye <laughs> right like huh and m- mind you this is it's the context is different because it's for yeah. the it's for um the singer's father yeah, yeah. it's like five five years ago yeah, I was just either like, way, come on, man. Like, <laughs> either way, uh, Chef's Kiss. This this song is really good. I want to like this song more than it. I I could say that a lot about a lot of songs this month. I want to like this more than I actually do. Uh, I was very off put by the harsh vocals at first. Uh, but then I listened to it a few more times, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of just normal. It's just go- going from moving on into this very harsh contrast between the two and i wasn't expecting it um i'm gonna use this as an opportunity to cross off the bingo card uh, i encourage you to not listen mm. to this song as if it's a weather eye song <laughs> i i never understood that by the way Freddy. listening to it as if it's not a song because at that point like why are you listening to it if it's not by that band because it's a but... good song muddled by expectations yeah, I don't think that's the case here, but that's uh, the case for me here. It's a good song muddled by expectations. You're expecting stuff that you haven't listened to, unfortunately, because a lot of the previous album was basically this sound. Yep. Damn, that sucks. Um, except the or Johnny not, Craig feature, but that's because they had to conform to Johnny Craig. True. Um, no, I I like this better than moving on. Is that fair to say? Uh, I'm torn. Like there, there are parts I like in moving on a lot that I, disagree. I that I don't see in this, but I also really like the chorus in this more than moving on. So I'm I'm torn. I also really like when um the fuck is his name? The the unclean vocalist. I really like when uh the like final bridge before the final chorus. Whereas, like, you said you pulled through, and, like, you can you can hear, like, the voice crack as if, like, he's, like, reaching out or, like, actively lamenting. And I, I always thought that was, that was a pretty good detail that just makes me keep coming back to that, that part of the song in general. Uh, but no, this is, uh, this is Unclean Weather Eye, and if you don't like Unclean Weather Eye, then you won't like any of their previous material. Noted.
But as somebody who does like Unclean Weather Eye, I really enjoyed this quite a bit. I'm very one of those bands that I wouldn't think about when when it's like, oh, this band hasn't put out an album in a while or I haven't heard anything from them. I really want new material. I'm thinking more like what? Plus the fall. Yeah, bless the fall. I see stars like that sort of thing. Whether I wouldn't have been one of the first bands that came to mind, but now that they're back, I'm happy to have them back. Yeah, I'm 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 happy to know that their their sound in general hasn't changed and they can just really do whatever the fuck they want. It just really depends on what the situation calls for. I I, I might not even I'm, enjoy this song that much, but I'm glad they're back too. I was expecting this when the the teasers came out. I was expecting this for, to be mostly heavy and um cuz they only showed the unclean part in the teasers. I thought that was just going to be like a breakdown or something. I didn't expect it to be the entire song. But uh I'm all for it. I'm okay with it. Um, speaking of fucking heavy songs that come out of fucking nowhere, fight the fade, buried. Is this the heaviest this band has ever sounded? Because I think so. Easily, easily. And holy fuck, does it work? Yeah. Um. This is, um, this was the song I was alluding to being my favorite. Um, oh, damn, okay. Yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Now that we've, now that we've kind of had that discussion and I've kind of molded over, I want to say now that Star Set, uh, leaving the, this world behind is probably my favorite. The top three contention is, uh, Valiant Hearts, Fight the Fade, and Star Set. But, uh, no, this, this was really good. Whatever uh, fixed has done to this band, it's worked like nine, 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 tenfold, tenfold even. Um, matter of time, the only single I would say that just falls a little bit off below the wayside. Every other single just blows this band out of the water with their previous work, and this is no different. They, uh, they I did. really liked that uh, album from last year. I think these four singles they've released this year all would fit right in with that sound if not oh. better oh yeah easily i, I think this is like top ranking fight the fade the, uh, the more that this band releases the m- new material the more i'm realizing just how consistently good this band is and i think i underestimated that and they can they're do so many different consi- yeah exactly they they're so consistent but so versatile like and i can't you can't say that about too many bands you get a very electronically kind of rock-based sound with cut and run. Um, matter of time is that kind of very slow enthused, like I wouldn't really say anthemic rock, but it's kind of along that same vein. Um, Old wounds is definitely kind of put like leaning more into the heavier kind of hard rock side, and then you get this, which is borderline metalcore at this. Point. Oh, I, I would definitely say this is metalcore. But, uh, Elect- electronic infused metalcore, maybe. Yeah, and um, every every part of the song is really good. Uh, I I don't I don't have I I even with like Valiant Hearts, I had some some gripes with the song, and this no, it's generally just one of my favorites. Yeah, as much as I like this song, I think you've touched on just about anything that I was going to touch on. I don't really have too much to add. The song's great. Breakdown, good. 
Oh yeah, yep. the breakdown. The breakdown. Um, you know, buried six feet deep. Mm-hmm. Like that was the teaser, and I was immediately sold on like first lesson of that teaser. I was like, yes. Um, There's two right. Two breakdowns. Like yeah, both. I think so. Um, I guess if you're buried six feet deep, you're buried uh down by versus me. Nice. You know what? I'll, I'll give you credit I'm for that a, one. I'm a, I'll give you credit for that one. Holy shit! I'll give man. you. I'll give you credit for that one. That one wasn't terrible. Give me transition king. <laughs> no. Um. Did Did you guys you think this was my want, favorite? Do you want uh, yeah, I I thought this might have been it. No, I thought is, it was gonna be weather five. eye. Uh well, yeah, weather eye was definitely out there. Now this is top five. Bro, I don't know what versus me did between dropping violence last year, which was kind of underwhelming, and then dropping control and down this year. But holy shit, this band has also leveled up. They also had um attention last year, which had the crack. That, that was habit. that was a re-recording. We, Doesn't count. Yeah, we kind of we forget about that one. But um. Like, yeah. Control and down. Like this band has leveled up and they are on the up and up. I have never been this excited about this band before. And I'm so kinda, happy. I kinda hope this sound is attached to something. Yeah, if I would love to see this attached to an album or an EP even. I, I feel like uh what was it? That that last album was twenty nineteen. They're probably due for another one in the next year, I'd say. I, I would Here's say hoping. probably spring or early summer next year here's hoping based on the release schedule unless unless they surprise us with another single this month but i think it's too soon um yeah no this song is pretty much penultimate versus me content you're gonna get you've got the electronics you've got um a little bit of the the metalcore breakdown you've got pretty real like really good cleans probably the best cleans they've had since since a uh, continuous like yeah just general, yeah just in general I, I think i think they've really <laughs> done their songs oh yeah definitely i the point i want to make on this song is there's something about the production or mixing that this band does that makes what i'm hearing in my ears seem so full i don't know how else to explain it it just feels like such a full listening experience it's weird too because they were um they were with uh well it says they're they're self-published now but they they were on a in a record before before releasing like violence and all that and Mm -hmm. i think i think they've kind of now caught their footing with mixing and it's down no I, i think that's with uh control too but specifically with this song down there's something about the mixing and production that feels so full. Like everything is so queer. Like it it doesn't the mixing and production doesn't sound like anything I've heard from any other band. I don't know how to to explain it, but I really really appreciated the mixing and production on this. On top of just the songwriting, lyricism and just everything about this song is fantastic. Derek, Jacob, what you guys got versus me? 
probably the best of theirs that I've heard in a good while. I mean, I'm on the same page. I'll still have memories of the first time I listened to Continuous in the sense that, like, there were certain songs, like, Up at Night, where the first time I heard it, I was just kind of floored. Like, I there are a few albums where just I can remember, like, where I was, what I was doing when I heard them, and that's one of them. So, um, you know, obviously, even if I like Down more than a lot of the other material on that album, it's kind of like it's got high expectations to live up to. And I don't know if I'm quite entirely sold on the song as a whole on my first couple of listens. Uh, I don't know where the disconnect is. It feels like, I, I know you mentioned it feels like they're coming into their own, and I would agree entirely. I just don't know how maybe unique coming into their own is. Like, it feels like they were on to something with a lot of the stuff on Continuous, and then they may have experimented a bit too early, and so now they're reining it in, in a sense, I guess. I don't know. I don't quite know how to put it, but all that to say that I think Versus Me have hit their stride, and I am excited to see where Down leads us. Because you're right. You're right. With... with the well, clearly, clearly it's leading us down. I, I don't know what else to yeah, tell you. I, man, look, between <laughs> that and Jake telling me that the breakdown came from the guitar earlier, I'm about to lose <laughs> my mind. You know what else is down? Tell me so that I know. The Roots Below. Ooh. I liked that one. I liked I, that I, one I, a lot. I want to say, by the way, the fucking playlist is buried down Roots Below is like... <laughs> Uh, unintentionally, just like unintentional, really yeah. 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 It's, it's goodbye. goodbye. Wait, bro! Holy shit! There is an arc to this playlist: fever into sentimental surgery into goodbye. Because you've got the elevated being, and then you press F because they got sick. They had sentimental surgery, died, goodbye, buried down, roots below. They were the sacrifice. Boys, put sorry, I'm down or right, right after roots below. Oh yeah, computer. yeah, it should be it should be buried down. Sorry, I'm a downer. All right, we could have had sick after fever. <laughs> oh, there could have been a real arc to this one. Terminal, die for you. There is a missed opportunity here. Ghost, yeah, uh, -huh. we tried. As I lay dying, I have a new single out called Roots Below. That was the I most extended transition ever. I haven't heard anything like uh, overtly specific from the band on this. Some people are saying this is a B-side from Shape by Fire. Other people are saying it it's a lead like single. It. Well... I mean, yeah, but then you could say that, like, I don't know, what were the first two songs? My Own Great and Blinded sound like B-sides from whatever their last album, Awakened, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, after. Fair, though, those were those were exceptional songs. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, So this is my favorite As I Lay Dying song. Oh, really? uh, That's not blind. Yeah, I'm going to. I know. <laughs> It's still better, I think. 
even though like I feel like there's no I shouldn't say there's no overt breakdown, but there's no it feels like it's not like other songs of theirs have heavier breakdowns. Like this feels more of like melodic metalcore than anything else. But I am really, really, really digging the guitar work and the play with the vocal dynamics here. You know, maybe this, despite the fact that this playlist could be about Tim Lambesis's wife, right? Um, <laughs> I'm damn, still really bro. fucking with the As I Lay Dying. I, they, oh fuck, <laughs> hold on. All right, I've solved the problem. Um, oh, I. I I really, really enjoy this new redemption arc of sort for Tim Lambesis and this band because it feels like they're putting out the best material of their career. And if, if the whatever new As I Lay Dying material comes out, whether it's another B-side, you know, whether it's a new album entirely, if it's in this direction, I'm sold. I really love this. This... Doesn't sound different enough from anything off of Shape by Fire to keep me interested. I'm kind of the same. Uh, I, w- I was a late adopter of Shaped by Fire. Um, only heard that for the first time last year. Um, I only ended up saving like three or four songs from that album just because it all sounded so similar. So I kind of just picked like the three that sounded the best to me. And then the rest are all kind of just there. And I feel like Roots Below kind of just falls into that group of the ones that are just there. Uh, I had this in my playlist for a bit, but I found myself skipping it in my playlist. So after a few days of like just consistently skipping over it, I was just like, yeah, I'm just not really feeling this song as much as I hoped I would. I will say, I will say, um... Their queen vocals are as fantastic as ever. It is yes. uh, yep. Tim Lambesis being the heavy. Uh, <clears throat> too heavy. <clears throat> um, mm. That's already crossed off, don't worry. Cross it off again. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about this one. So, we're talking about Roots Below. And now we're going to go to the band that brought you with Roots Above. And branches below. <laughs> uh, the Devil Wears Prada have released their new single, Sacrifice. This is some good ass Prada. It is. Yeah, uh, uh, yep, yeah, I agree. Yep, mm hmm. Ah, Jake. (laughs) Jeremy sounds too good here. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm, yeah, this is, hmm. I will embrace my wrong opinion for this one. Dare, dare I say that besides the Sour Breath cover, this may be my favorite Prada song. I think that's what I'm going to stick with. I think it's just they lean into the cleans, I guess, and like a more melodic side than I feel like you, they have before. You like chemical? The song? Yeah. Well, I say the song, I forgot it was called The Act. I swore that album was called Chemical. Um, <laughs> I didn't mind it. I felt the same about Chemicals. I did a lot of the stuff off The Act where it's just like 
I really like the album and the songs on the album, but going back and listening to individual songs besides Numb, I'm not as super high on. Oh, really? Yeah. I, the act is one of those albums where I've listened to it a lot more than it feels like I should have, given how much I'm, like, not as high on it. Like, there are a couple albums where I will go back and listen to them because I enjoy them as albums, but the individual songs I'm not as high on. Like, that uh, Blueprints by Wage War is a, is a big one of that for me, or that most recent release from Kublai Khan, where it's like, I need to listen to this album in a certain headspace. And I really like the album, but I wouldn't save individual songs. But I mean, I'll have to say Sacrifice. Woo! Prada. Between that and the Zombie Two EP, they are on a roll. Yep. Some good ass Prada. I'm. So they, I feel like, the Zombie Two put out some of the heaviest or heavier material of their career. At least from what I've heard. And then this feels like it's leaning more into the cleans. So I'm really curious to see where Prod or the Devil's product goes with this. I think it's going towards more of the act sound, which I am all for. That, I think the act is my favorite album by them. Hands down. I would agree. I would agree. Is Did the act make your top five of 2019, do you remember? Uh, I think it was top 10, not top 5. Let's see. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, no, this is the 2018 one. I can't, I can't remember my 2019 list, to be honest. Other than Eminence being number one. Yeah. <laughs> An excellent decision, but... You know, I'll have to say Prada, Devil's Prada doing very, very good things. Probably at what I would say between the act, this, the Zombie 2 EP, I am really feeling like they're at the top of their career right now. Yeah. Like, it just feels like a and, one, and two, three it's punch. because most people are in the minority and they want the the... With what's it called? With branches. with roots above. Yeah, with roots above, above sound. We we're we're the minority. <laughs> really, I, I feel like so. that sound is just archaic at this point. I I don't I know. Do not like that sound. No, no, me neither. That worked well when MySpace still existed. <laughs> now, maybe not so much. I think it's a nostalgia thing, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like a lot of the, this is so far beyond, but like a lot of the, I think I mentioned this before, but with a lot of stuff from the older material with, say, Sleeping with Sirens, mm -hmm. it feels like I've heard that sound done a lot, like, further and better and experimented upon and expanded upon. So it's like, if I grew up with that If You Can't Hang, I believe is the name of the album, I maybe, that I think that's just the one song. Hold on, I need to find it because it's going to bother me if I don't. Sleeping with Sirens. With with ears to see and eyes to hear. That album's like, alright. I feel like if I was there in 2010 listening to that album, I'd still be listening to it now because it's got the nostalgia banger factor. Whereas now it's like, yeah, there's a couple good songs off of it, but overall I just I'm not vibing with it as much. And I feel like that's with a lot of how I feel um yeah. with stuff like that. 
Prada album and everything else. But anyway, fellas, I think that brings us to our last single of the night. No, wow, I think it does. Take about away, damn Jake. time, huh? Boston Manor have dropped a brand new single called Algorithm. Unfortunately, this is not nearly as good as Carbon Mono. Uh, I, I, I might be taking like a, a double take backwards after being like, yeah, Boston Manor is a pretty sick band um after hearing carbon mono and now this one's kind of back to more underwhelming boston manor i'm i'm uh, so happy that you're you're hooked on it and that you chose a boston manor single for this that that is impressed that impresses me jake thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i like i'm underwhelmed by this song but i still think it's a solid song and better than like a majority of glue uh i think carbon mono set my expectations a little bit too high and in all honesty i think that's fine because that song is still a fucking banger um I i'm still i'm still very interested to hear uh is it an ep or an album coming from them do we know no sure i have um, no idea but it has like the same album cover style as carbon mono so presumably they're linked to something um Either way, like, I'm much more excited for whatever they're releasing next than I was coming into Glue. I had no expectations going into Glue, somehow came out disappointed still. Uh, whereas this time, I feel like at least I've got Carbon Mono. And, uh, I mean, to be fair, this song dropped yesterday. We're recording this on October 1st. This song dropped uh, September 30th, the last day of the month. So mm -hmm. I haven't really had a ton of time to take in this song yet. Yeah. I could very well see it growing on me, but yeah, I, I don't have too much more to say about it. It's, I, if we're going based off of my expectations from glue, it's better than I expected, but as a follow-up to carbon mono, it's a little underwhelming. That's where I'm sitting right now. I think my main issue with it is that the first chorus isn't distinguished enough in terms of delivery. And, like, compared to being surrounded by the verses, I definitely need more time with this. But, like, and I mean, again, it dropped, like, what? Yesterday? It's barely yesterday. 24 hours ago. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm having a lot of time with it. But, I don't know. I really like everything from, like, verse 2 onwards. I just want that same distinction in the second chorus as it is in the first. And I have a very strong feeling that a week from now, I will be singing the song's praises. I'm putting that one down on the record. So you can call me on it if I fail. <laughs> can you uh, stop suing me if that happens? No. No, you're fuck. fuck. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacob, you got any thoughts on this one? Not really. I agree with Derek, though. I like the end of the song much better than the beginning. It feels like it takes too long to build up some sort of energy. If I could get that same energy... The first chorus, God Bless America, or Canada, North they're from Britain, America. they're from Britain, the world, God Bless the world, the world. <laughs> uh, fuck, but yeah, no, I, all that said, I think that this is still better than a majority of the stuff off Glue, I would much rather take that, this over that, not as good as Welcome to the Neighborhood era, but I don't think this band will ever reach that peak again, I think, 
I think they debuted too strongly. They got off on the on the on too good of a foot, and now look at us, disappointed by glue and <laughs> wanting more. Well, wow! I think that does it for part one. Fuck me. <laughs> We've still I'm... got five VPs, and um, yeah, that that's, oh, that's looking crazy. Like... There should there should be one less um album on that list. I think. Mm, yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, it's got a red cover, and it just was yeah. really fucking bad, and I haven't even heard it yet. I think that needs to go away. <laughs> That's a teaser for part two. Uh, this was part one of the September recap, where we talked about all of our favorite singles from the month of September 2021, the absurd month that it was. Uh, part two, if you're hearing this before it's up, part two is going to be going over EPs and albums from the month of September, featuring uh, some EPs uh, that are not going to be removed from uh, Hot Milk and uh, Invent Animate, just to name a few. And then we have some huge albums from Spirit Box, The Plot and You, Sleep Token, and more. So if you liked this discussion, head on over to part two uh, or wait for it to release. Because um, there is a lot more fantastic music to discuss from September that we were not able to touch on in this first part. Yeah, that's about all I got. That's Much a wrap, boys and girls. girls? Wow. We'll be back. We will. It feels kind of crazy. Yeah, it feels weird splitting this into two parts, but this is absolutely the right call. Feels weird. We're going to have two less than three hour shows after having like all four, three hour. Five, yeah. Yeah. Four, Say what five, you will. Like, I'll be talking three. for the next like. 50 minutes about Solence and how good that album was. <laughs> uh, hold I, I how many cough drops have you had? <laughs> Not I smell a little bit of sarcasm. I don't know if that's just me, though. It could just be me. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to keep up to date with this podcast and other shenanigans we're up to, at Hivemind Radio on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you for part two of our September recap. Uh... That's all I got. Have a good night. Have a good one. See you. Bye-bye.